It's Operation Babble with Mike Shrews. It's pop culture, music, movies, TV too. It's time to explore life. It's Operation Babble time. There's so, there's so much to talk about, dude. There's so much. Almost too much. And before, before, because we have, I mean, we have to do the reveal thing. Yes. But we got to be those assholes. We got to save that for like halfway through or to the end. <laughs> we got to make sure people, people get through the, the, the horrible, horrible mess, which will probably be the beginning of this. Well, now you just told everybody where, where they have to go. So they're just going to skip through to that part. Ah, nah, people are lazy. <laughs> um, so fucking okay so last night hannah hit me up and was like hey i got a free red box coupon so so like i'll uh you want to get a movie i was like i suppose sure why not oh i know let's get aquaman because <laughs> i don't want to pay any money to him let's get a let's get a free movie and we'll we'll check it out right. so we also decided to do commentary on it your first we, viewing yep first viewing i said okay. i was like this movie is not going to be good i already know it's not going to be good let's actually do a commentary initial reaction so everything i say is genuine right holy shit dude that movie's a piece of shit <laughs> that movie fucking sucks like it's so fucking terrible it's Literally six minutes in, I wanted to die. <laughs> I yeah. go, I hate everything about this. It didn't feel like a movie. It felt like a, I don't even know what it felt like. It felt like a bunch of like advertisement, like, like little scene tropes. Yeah. It, like, I literally think you could have montaged that movie in about five minutes and it would have worked. So it was just, it was terrible, dude. It was terrible. <laughs> It's terrible. You didn't like I, seeing uh, Jason Momoa be Jason Momoa. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I even like. I I had to like because I'm so fucking arrogant and shitty that apparently my opinion matters. That whenever I finish a movie that I was really looking forward to or whatever people are mm -hmm. always talking about, um, I always put my initial reaction on Facebook, like a you know a nice like right two paragraph thing. Just saying, like, you know, a, a, essentially, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, like, either like go see it or don't go see it, or here's my opinion. But I try to go, you know, it's funny here, it's really disjointed here. The characters are good. You know, I just try to do it on a technical level, but mm -hmm. obviously there's subjective uh, wording in there. But um, I, was, dude, I just I knew what it was gonna be. And it hurt because it was exactly what I thought it would be, but worse. I was I was telling myself it was going to be a little more... Like, the action and the CGI was going to save it. And Jason Momoa... I love Jason Momoa, just like everybody else. Like, mm -hmm. he's just lovable, and you just want to see him succeed. Like you, It's kind of like Chris Pratt. It's like, you're going to go watch him, but he picks a lot of shitty movies. You're right. And, and um, it's... Or Will Smith might be a better example. Like, you put him in a movie, and he's just kind of him. I saw a trailer of his. I, <laughs> I, I, I knew you would have seen that. We're going we're gonna to talk about that. Um, it's on my list. Okay. Um, 
Um, but Jason Momoa is awesome. And don't get me wrong, like Amber Heard, even though apparently she's a man beater. Mm-hmm. That's weird. Sorry, Johnny Depp. I love you. Um, she looks fucking awesome as Mira, even though like she sometimes has red hair and sometimes wears a wig and sometimes wears a really bad wig. And sometimes <laughs> you could tell there was a lot of reshoots. And then um, Nicole Kidman looked really cool. And her like the costumes and stuff looked really cool. Like the. I mean, granted, they lifted a lot of stuff from other places and then just made it kind of fishy. Right. right. It literally felt like Black Panther underwater. And um, there's literally a scene where they're, like, driving in a boat and it looks like they showed up at Wakanda. And in the background, there's clouds and lightning bolts. And I was telling Hannah, I go, wait, aren't we underwater? I feel like this movie kept forgetting that they were underwater. <laughs> It was really fucking stupid. And then, like, you could tell they kept forgetting to take the filter off their voices, like that weird underwater filter. Mm-hmm. Like, Mira would be on land, and she would still sound like she was underwater. It was right. really dumb. This movie was fucking stupid. And it, it was, like, right out of the gate, too. Because, like, she's she shows up on the, on, the, on the beach side by the lighthouse, and the guy picks her up. I'm like, wow, this looks just like Green Lantern when the alien died, and... Ryan Reynolds went down and picked up the alien and got his power ring and shit. So then she's in the costume. He picks her up and she's got the trident thing or her spear in her hand. Mm -hmm. She's like, essentially we're supposed to be assuming she's like almost mortally wounded and probably passed out. How is she holding on to the spear? <laughs> she's still holding on to it like like she's an action figure and we like glued it to her hand. Right. What the fuck? I'm already like five minutes in going, I don't why. And then she like ate a goldfish. And I know stupid idiots are like going, That's really funny. I go, no, they're stealing that from the movie Splash. And why is she acting like she's four years old? She's a grown woman from Atlantis. Why isn't Mira acting like she's five years old? They know about the earth. Like, they know about surface dwellers. They probably read a book once or twice. Right. She's old as shit. Why is she acting like she's five years old? And she ate a goldfish. Well, maybe I don't she even had know. brain damage or something at that I point. I mean, I know. guess. So that makes him having sex with her and having a kid even worse. worse. <laughs> like, and like, he doesn't. He, she spear chucks his TV. And eats a goldfish. Well, maybe. And he's they, totally fine with everything. Because they don't really go in the depth of what happened to her when, when she ended up there. Just they that don't she go into fleeing. anything. And, yeah, so it's like, yeah, you leave it up to your imagination. They put a lot of shit in that movie already, okay, man? Like, it, it, just think it was that two maybe, and a half hours long, dude. Maybe she had amnesia at first, and that's why she was acting like a little dumbass kid. That's why wow. she she wouldn't eat the normal food because she didn't have the appetite for it, so she ate a fish, which I didn't see any of the other uh, wow. Atlanteans eat fish, though. Yeah, <laughs> so. that's what I'm saying. They don't establish any of that. It's like, it, has she been like, was she just like in a cage and she was just supposed to bang people and, and pump out like heirs to the throne or what? Like, there's nothing about her. And then right. she just disappears for half the movie. And then when she shows up <clears> again, I'm supposed to care because they went to the savage land or something. And mm. why? I don't care. Like her Jason Momoa's lack of a mother figure like comes up never in the entire movie. Like right. he's 
he's the, his whole thing is like he doesn't even care about Atlantis except the fact that they like tried to kill his dad. And you're like, even then, that scene was fucking dumb. Like, like when the big typhoon comes and it takes right. the car and. Oh my god, dude! It, that movie was a mess. Like it was just we were making jokes the like, whole time. It seems like though, for a hero movie, like a superhero movie, you would mm-hmm. want that hero to have more of a reason to go back to Atlanta. Or at, <laughs> I did, dude. Dude, do not feel bad about that. I did that in the first four minutes yeah. of the movie. She said something, and I go, "Oh, cool." So she's from Atlanta. <laughs> Hannah fucking laughs at me, right? And goes, yeah, she's from Georgia, you fucking idiot. And I'm like, oh, man, I already fucked this up. Dude, less than 30 seconds later, she says her name. Her name is Atlanta. I go, you have to be kidding me. You have to be fucking shitting me. So This movie is so uninspired. And it's probably from the comics. Her name's probably Atlanta or whatever. Right. But get fucked. This movie is stupid. So, it's so stupid. Though for for his whole reason of going back to Atlantis and um, helping to Atlanta <laughs> to, to Georgia ha- to help fight against whatever evil is going on because they have like five hundred bad guys in this movie. Yep. Um. So With no motivation. The whole, the like whole motivation them. for him to go there though was because his dad got attacked. That was it. Yeah, for my superhero movie, I want it to be more of a a vengeance type of thing. That's the Punisher's deal. Like, yeah, you know, not well. It was at least in the first season of the first Punisher. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> After that, Punisher's just helping everybody, um, kill the bad. You but, say that like a bad thing, but it's at yeah. least nice that he's like redeemable. He's not a complete right. antihero. But he's like actually for like a Aquaman, good guy. they just made him like okay. We saw him in Justice League. We we get that he's a hero. He went and yeah. helped save the world for no damn reason. Yeah. Which know? also Justice League really hurt this movie. Yeah. It really did. Cause um I don't know if anybody else noticed this. And again, this is where DC fanboys don't care. And this is why mm. I just I I'm really getting to a point where I think I'm gonna start really losing friends over this stuff. Is because I'm just sick of stupid people who don't care about things. Because it makes me wonder like if you don't care about obvious things that are being sold to you that you're paying money for mm. and you don't have any standards in your life. I don't want to be your friend because you probably make really stupid life choices all day. And I need to not have that in my life anymore. Cause I do enough of that shit on my own. Right. That being said, that is a very mean thing to say based on movies and stuff, but like, People pump in billions and billions of dollars in marketing and shit for this. Like, there's a lot of manipulation going on, so pay attention to why you like things is all I'm saying. Justice League, did we all notice that Jason Momoa has blue eyes, like, that whole time in, Justice in that League? movie? Yeah. yeah. And and there are a lot of close-ups, and you see that. In Aquaman, his eyes are gold. Like, almost the yeah, whole movie. I, I, Nikki brought that up. She asked me why his eyes were gold. When everyone else's are yeah. a different color, like a uh, blue or something like that. Or who cares? You know, yeah. who cares color? Yeah. That also being said, before his eyes go gold, guess what color they are? Like a brown. They're brown. They are his natural eye color, so they didn't even take the time to care enough to change his eyes blue. It's the kind of the same problem I had with uh, Harry Potter. Apparently his eyes are like green or blue or something in the books. And it's actually like a huge point because it's like the color of his mom's eyes or something. Right. 
like characters actually bring that up and it's a big deal, but they don't change it. It's like there's there's a moment in your life with all this shitty CGI that you do. Why not take the minute to just to, to color correct his eyes? Mm-hmm. I know it would be annoying, but just do it. It's a character trait or give him contacts like and then then CGI the close ups like what a fucking what a lazy, lazy film, dude. And then like and I don't understand the people of Atlantis at all. They have a king like Ocean Master has been their king for I'm assuming like for like 20 years or however old he took the throne. Right. Right. So it doesn't seem like anybody has a problem with them. They're all fighting and cheering for him when they're fighting. So when Aquaman ends up winning and becomes king, like, where's the turmoil there? Mm-hmm. Don't you think a lot of the people there would be against this? He's an outsider who's been told he's an outsider and everybody should fear him. And he's just taking over. But we're supposed to be like, no, he's he's Aquaman. Therefore, he is amazing and everybody should love him. And right. It's well at first when he when he first shows up they don't they don't treat him like that until later. Who doesn't the the, I mean the king does the king chained him up and fucked him up. Oh yeah, they they beat the crap out of him or try to. But the people don't know about him. Like he just showed up, and all of a sudden he's in some like stupid stupid throne room where he's like chained, but he's not chained to anything. He's chained to a bunch of idiots holding the chains. Why would you do that? (laughs) <laughs> that's so dumb it and then, looks like, there was, cool and pretty it was fun we're having fun turn so, your brain off you know god damn it but See, that's I, the, like, what i told you the people i watched the movie with that's exactly what they said it was fun and pretty and i'm like but it's aquaman well for one just that we got an aquaman movie is pretty cool because i never thought we would yeah. have had that no i agree i agree so with that's that. and i love jason momoa i thought and that, was, that was good that was great icing on the topping whether you like it or hate it they're making a sequel to it well of course i mean it made a fucking billion so, dollars i mean they did something right in some area i guess no it's i called did DC not fanboys i did not think that they were going to do uh, black manta though because when yeah. you see him in the comics, he just looks goofy. See, so, everybody <laughs> says that. I don't. They, I. I don't see why he looks that goofy. I mean, the costume looked kind of dumb right. in the movie, but that could have been cool. Like you could have toned it down a little bit. Well, I'm sure so they clunky. will for the sequel. They will for. The they sequel. made it really clunky and like, man, did they really want us to care about the villain? And I don't understand why. It's like it's. The Thanos thing and the Michael B. Jordan thing like set this weird precedent right. precedent that we don't need to love every villain that gets put on screen. Mm-hmm. If you have too much shit going on, it's okay to have your villain just be a villain. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he just wants to take over Atlanta. Well, or that he, one, Atlanta, I'm, fucking Christ! I hate this movie. That one, uh, <laughs> that one. I think they were just setting him up for a sequel if they got one. Because they threw sure everything that, into this movie. They sure were like, fine. we don't know if we're going to get a sequel, so we're just going to put this shit in here anyways. You and, easily you know. could have taken about 45 minutes out of this movie. Easily. Yeah. And it would have probably helped it. I really think it would have helped it. Like, a lot of, the, like, the bad writing, like, a lot of moments, like, bad writing, you can cut that shit out. Like, cheesy one-liners or, like, stupid moments. Mm. If you cut those out. It would help. Like, the stuff in Italy was pretty cool, but then they just fuck up. They fuck up their own stuff constantly. Like, he does the red eye beams, and apparently that burns him and hurts him. And then these blades figure out how to hurt him and stuff. That's cool. Right. But but then he's being thrown through buildings and shit again. 
So I don't need that. Once we find out, like, the knives and shit can actually hurt him and the beams can kill him, why can't we just have a one-on-one fight in a small little room and mm. he has to, like, fight him and be better? Like, I don't need all these fucking explosions. Like, they're shooting off grenades in a torpedo room in a submarine. Why would you bring explosives to a submarine? <laughs> why are you even shooting guns in a submarine? Yeah. These guys should be, tac- you know, tactical spy SEAL Team 6 military guys. They should have came in snapping necks and stabbing people. And since when did Aquaman have, like, Superman's powers by getting shot with a rocket? Yeah, dude, what the fuck? I (laughs) hate it. Because as soon as he did that, it took away the stakes. I'm like, well, he's not going to die in this scene, so whatever happens is fine. It doesn't matter. And then, like, the thing with the dad, it's like, you need to live so you can kill that son of a bitch. And it's like, we don't don't care about any of this. This is all stupid. Mm -hmm. Like... This is dumb. They're just trying to give him the feels. But that's what I'm saying. They were trying to give him like a backstory and they're just spending too much time on him. Like, like you said, they they were, it was, it was Black Panther under the sea. It was under the sea. It was Little Mermaid on acid, dude. Right. There you go. (laughs) Fucking dude. The movie's garbage. And if you really think it's good, it's like, I understand if you like looked at it and you're like, oh, the CGI was cool. Like I loved a lot of the character design Mm -hmm. and a lot of like really cool stuff, but. Man, dude, it, that that doesn't save it. Right. If anything, I ask so many questions what, because of certain things. What'd you think of the uh, octopus playing the drums? I couldn't. <laughs> Hannah goes. Hannah goes. I already hated this. Now I'm done. She goes. I, this movie doesn't know what it's doing. When it did the drum thing, you know, you know where they stole that from, right? They literally stole that. They plagiarized the ant playing. Yeah fucking rock band from ant-man well no they took it straight from didn't they do that in the little mermaid the original cartoon well they also did that but let's be fair those guys didn't think that far back and they're not owned by disney they they ripped that from marvel they they absolutely took that scene from marvel and they're like this is gonna be funny they did it with the ant and that was hilarious i go you need to cut that there was a reason that that ant scene was an end credit scene (laughs) because exactly dope exactly it was so stupid like i said if you just cut like 45 minutes out of this movie it could have been a little better yeah because you can tell like the things that they reshot to be funny Mm -hmm. and like everybody's kissing nicole kidman's ass for this movie she's not even in it she's in it for five minutes it's just like um so this is another one where i said after i watched it i was like it's kind of like ant-man and wasp yeah because, you know, Grant, besides the fact that in the Ant-Man Wasp, they actually know or are searching for the mom. In this one, they didn't yeah. even fucking know. No. But I'm like, there's so many. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. Okay. It's just like, why? Like, why? There's like a hundred different ways you could have done this. You could have actually had the Atlanteans, not the Georgians, not the guys from Georgia. The Atlanteans. The Atlanteans. They could have came in and actually killed his mom. Mm-hmm. And the dad could have told him stories about his mom. And he could have told all the stories of Atlantis. That would have been really that would have been way cooler. Right. That would have been right why he was mad. And then when they tried to take his dad, he could have been like, You've tried to take everything from me. I'm gonna take something from you. And then he comes down and then realizes, Oh, Atlantis is actually not shitty, and it's just a shitty ruler who didn't want me to come back and Mufasa his ass or Simba right. his ass. And so, well, his like, the just, person that's ruling is technically his like half brother or some shit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And it and it's just I just don't understand why they all hated each other. Like it was just all forced conflict. Yeah. It, it was a. Uh, I mean, I, the, I, I heard. Go on. They had great actors though. I mean. Oh yeah. But they no, just no, 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 no. put them in like these roles where it's like I don't care about your character. It's laughable, dude. It's la- and they look like assholes half the time. Like the Willem Dafoe. What a disservice to this guy. Oh yeah. Like yeah. you don't need any of that. Um, the training stuff. Like, from from his beginning where he's, like, teaching him to fight. You don't mm-hmm. need any of that. We already know. We've seen Aquaman in a movie before. We already know he can fight. I don't care how he can fight. Right. We already know he can. And he's indestructible, so who cares? Willem Dafoe, like, we could have just done all of that exposition dump like they do every five minutes. It's like explosion, explosion, action scene. <laughs> and now a ten-minute exposition dump from a character I don't give a fuck about. Yeah. We could have just done that. And, like, Willem Dafoe's a good actor, and, like, the young version of Jason Momoa was shitty. Like, he couldn't act. So let's not do a f- training scene. Let's just have Willem Dafoe exp- exp- exposit everything that we need to hear and then just move forward. Like, let's just go. This movie's too fucking long, and the battle at the end looks like shit. I don't care what anybody says. It looks fucking dumb. It, it, like, what are we watching? And why do we even care about any of these factions of people? Right. All dying. I don't care. They just introduced way too much. Like, it was like they gave us all the world building that a, a movie should have, but that world building should have happened over three movies. Like, that we, the first thing we should have done was introduce Aquaman to Atlantis and gone that route and worked through all of that. Right. And then started mm. being like, okay, here are the mer people and the thing. It's like, it was like watching Lord of the Rings. They were trying to set up. This huge world about like all these people changed to this and the trench turned into the orcs and all this (laughs) shit happened. It's like, dude, I don't need all this. Like we're in a superhero movie. This isn't a fucking epic. Like calm down. Like we already had we already had the Justice League. Like what are you trying to do right now? Yeah, this is so it was dumb. It was dumb. It was really dumb. And it was long. It was so long. If it would have been a little shorter, I could have been like, all right, well, that could have been worse. But no, it really couldn't be worse. The only way it could have been worse is if it was longer. It was the only way this could have been worse. It was it was really it was really pathetic is what I if I had to pick a word, I go, it's just sad. It was just sad to watch cuz you just had a lot of really good-looking actors in decent-looking uh costumes mm-hmm. in front of a lot of bad CGI spewing really bad writing and it, it was just it was it was pathetic. Anybody who really likes this movie went in wanting to like this movie and refused to have their mind change. Right. That's it. Um, the only it, words I will ever hear them say is I had fun and it looked good. And I would argue yeah. it didn't even look good. It looked bad. It, looked, it looked really bad. I'll say for the for the movie. Um, I mean, I'll watch it again just because I'll watch it to make fun of it. But I, I want to watch it for a second time just to take it in one more time. Um, watch it with as my commentary whole. on it. There you go. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, as, as far as, like, all the undersea shit, I I like that part of it. But, again, that's all yeah. just visual. Like, the story well, is all the, over and, the place. So And they stole the Rainbow Bridge. And, um, I, dude, all I could think about was Dr. Evil and Austin Powers the whole movie. Right. What? Fucking sharks with freaking laser beams attached <laughs> to their head. And by the way, 
why wouldn't you just get a different shark in the aquarium? You can't... I googled it because I've never seen a great white shark in an aquarium before, mm-hmm. ever, in my life. Not even at SeaWorld. Um, so I was curious why. Right. So I googled it. And great white sharks can't survive in captivity. They, like, start trying to kill themselves after, like, a week or something. Mm-hmm. So there's no reason a great white shark should have been at the aquarium, first of all. <laughs> and second, they gave him, like, a huge second dorsal fin. Yeah. It looked like they had two. So I was like, is that a mutant shark? What is that? It's a fake. Is it a fake shark? It's like, why not just change it to a hammerhead? Right. It would have been done. It would have been fine. And that whole aquarium Well, the hammerhead probably smashing into it would have – then people would have been like, well, that should have busted the glass. You're dumb. Shut up. That, <laughs> the great white shark probably weighs way, twice as much as a hammerhead. Either way, people are going to bitch about it. That was still stupid either so. way. It was stupid either way. And then, like, the bully trope – it was just so dumb. It, everything yeah. was like – it was a cliche, underdeveloped scene after another with a stupid joke or bad CGI – or Jason Momoa saying that's awesome. Well, I, so well, that's just, what just I got. Remember though, there's another series of movies that are just like that, and this is a segue. Transformers. You know, you take away <laughs> the power of a segue by when saying you say, segue. This is a segue. Good. A segu. <laughs> segu. It it it, it kind of reminds me of the Transformers um series where it's just. All about the picture, not really the story. Well, the first Transformers movie had a decent story to it. It tried. The first one had heart, and then you could watch the cash grab. um, With that said, Transformers, uh, Michael Bay is finally officially done with doing Transformers. Yeah, they said that pretty much after Bumblebee, actually. Yeah. um, Pretty good. Which, thank thank God. Thank, Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. I, oh boy, like... It, it's really sad because I really would like to – I would die to be able to talk to Michael Bay to see how much actual influence and creative input he had on the Armageddon movie and uh, the band, the Bad Boys franchise. Well, he created the Bad Boys franchise. That was his, wasn't he, it? He, didn't he write thought, that too? But that's what I'm saying. Right. Because – the first Bad Boys movie is really, really good. Yeah. Like it's just super, super. And good. I think he the did second one. The first Bad Boys movie he did coming right out of his like music video phase. Wouldn't be surprised. And then, and then uh, the second one, the second one's not as good, mm-hmm. but I love it. And I think the second Bad Boys is great. And the it's, second it's, one's it's, where you can really tell he took he he took most of his style from then on from the second Bad Boys, like the cinematography yeah. and all that. You yeah, you could tell, tell he had kind of like a template. Like, he, yeah. he created his formula. But, I mean, you could argue... Because uh, the first Bad Boys in- was, like, dark and then blues. It was black and yeah. blues, basically. Because I'd be curious to see if Armageddon came before or after Bad Boys. Because Armageddon was when you could tell he had a formula or whatever. Right. I and believe Armageddon- it came after the first one, but before yeah. the second one. Because that was yeah. 98... And that would make sense. That would, I mean, aesthetically, based Bad on Boys his movies, that would make sense. Um, I, uh, I love Armageddon. They're dude. doing I, a Bad Boys three. 
Actually, uh, they've been they've been saying that for almost eight years. They I'll, started, I'll believe it when I I'll believe I it when I see it. So start thought they started photography on it. Principal. Well, Martin it. Lawrence kind of went crazy for a minute. Uh, oh no, I'm thinking of Bill and Ted. They're doing the third Bill there and Ted. Go. They started that one. But they have said that Bad Boys Three was a thing. Yeah. But, I mean, I'll believe it when I see it, and I don't even know if I really want it anymore, to be completely honest. Um. But like, yeah, what Armageddon, are they gonna Ar- do? Is it just gonna be like Danny Glover and freaking Lethal Weapon? We're too old for this shit. Those stupid yeah, they're, jokes. <laughs> they're both running around on their fucking uh, rascals trying to catch people. Um, <laughs> going, oh man, I can't believe I was in Aladdin. Uh, <laughs> uh, but Armageddon's still easily one of my favorite like sci-fi disaster movies mm-hmm. of all time. Like. Because you got to remember, like, it's kind of hard if you go back and watch it now. You're like, oh, it's a Michael Bay film. Ugh. But See, it's it like, doesn't it, really feel like what people think of Michael Bay films nowadays. It feels yeah. nothing like that. Because when see, people I would, think Michael Bay, they think the Transformers or yeah. the Ninja Turtles, even though he didn't direct those. You know, that's what they think of when they say Michael Bay nowadays. Yeah, and there's, I would agree. There's not a whole um, lot else. Well, it's because you, it's like the idea. It's again the Citizen Kane problem. Mm-hmm. It's like you go back and watch Citizen Kane now. It's like you know us, our age, or a kid who's never seen it. They're gonna look at that movie and go, "This fucking blows. Like this is the worst. It's boring. It sucks. It's whatever." But at the same time, that movie created a lot of uh, story building that like elements that are critical to movie making in this day and age. So it's kind of like, it's only unimpressive because you've seen it now. It existed already. Mm-hmm. So you don't get to see the actual initial impact that that movie had. So I would argue if you've seen all of the Transformers movies and stuff like that, and then go back and watch Armageddon, you're going to like see like camera angles and color aspects and stuff and go, Ugh, another Michael Bay movie. But these characters were actually really well written, and like that style really worked for that movie. Right. And it was one of the first times you'd seen that style in that type of movie. So you, it's hard to, it's really hard to pull yourself out and watch it with that kind of mindset. But if you do, you'll really enjoy it. And the music was really good. Like I really liked. Uh, I don't know. It was just all really neat. And uh, first time I'll get to be like you, I loved all the toys. It was one of the first time I'd seen a movie that was really random. Like it wasn't a superhero movie or mm. a Turtles movie or something like that, that they put out toys for it. It was really weird. It was an action movie that had toys. Remember they had like the shuttles and Harry Stamper and okay, all the astronauts were like actual big, like yeah. six inch figures and shit. Like, they actually had cool toys, and I was like, wow, that's so weird. And, like, Ben Affleck delivers a great performance. Bruce Willis is incredible. Liv Tyler is gorgeous. Uh, Michael Clark Duncan's incredible. Um, the fucking – I can't remember the white guy who had the gambling problem, but, like, that scene with the – with the um, Oh, uh, the, me? No, that's the other guy. Was it? Um, they were talking about, like, the son. It's like, oh, the ma- – the, the salesman's on TV. I was like, oh, he's so great. Yeah. Rock Rockhound was Steve Buscemi. He was the guy okay, who owned yeah, the yeah. Lone Shark Money. That shit was awesome. And, like, I cry every time I watch that movie. I cry like a bitch when, <laughs> when he's, like, sending uh, Ben Affleck's ass up the up the thing. And he's like, you're going to take care of my little daughter now. 
or my little girl now, that's your job. Harry, I love you. And I'm like, fuck, right. I hate you, dude. This is so good. It was I such cry a sad movie, time. dude. It was, it, it was really, really was. even as a kid, I was like, this is pretty dope. Like, I, I remember it, watching it that so one because it was Armageddon and then Deep Impact came out at the same time. Yep. And yep. I, I liked Armageddon more, but I liked the fact that in Deep Impact that the thing actually fucking hits the earth. Yeah, I was that like, was okay, cool. Now that's sweet. That was cool. Because I agree. You that know, was... everybody was and... always on each one side or the other. I'm like, well, I like mm -hmm. Armageddon, but I think this is dope how this one ends because yeah, it's there's yeah, actual like consequences that. than just one person. You know, it was neat. It kind of made you think a little bit, and it mm -hmm. kind of gave a weight. That was cool. But and also, I would almost argue that those two movies back to back, I could be wrong. I don't know what came before it and stuff, but like. I really honestly believe that that created that trend of like there was always the one movie and then there was the secondary movie that was kind right. of exactly the same. Like how they did uh, Losers and A-Team back to back. Or like um, um, there was like a, that Nicolas Cage 9-11 movie and then mm -hmm. there was another one called like The Two Towers or something. Right. Like, or like the Boston Marathon thing. Like they people always do that now and it's really fucking funny. Yeah. But um also oh, Bad yeah. Boys is or was Bad Boys was his first directorial debut outside of music videos. Okay. Cuz everything so else I'm done. looking at that he directed they call them video shorts now on IMDb, but they're music videos. Yeah. And then kind of like uh what's his face, the guy who did um District 9, I think he kind of Yeah. kind of did the same thing. But no, uh right before he did Armageddon he actually shot a uh, Aerosmith music video, which is probably how he got them to do all the shit yep. in Armageddon. Which the which soundtrack um, he which did, which "Falling in Love." Oh, that's a that's a good video, actually. Yeah. And then I think that was uh, he kept doing a couple music videos here and there until he did he did some after Bad Boys Two, and then he hit the island, and then he hasn't done any since. Yeah. And the island was another good one. Like I liked the story in that one. It, yeah, it was, that was pretty, pretty cool. good. I do love the fact that he ended up using stock footage or like scenes he didn't use in the movie. I might have actually used them in the movie, mm -hmm. the island, the like scenes when they're like doing a car chase or something down the freeway or something. Okay. He used those scenes and put them in Transformers too, and then just put the Transformers on them. That would make sense. Because they pretty... did some pretty sweet um, car scenes, like overhead scenes, too, especially yeah. in the desert there. Yeah. So um, I laugh about that. I was like, at one point, it's kind of lazy, see, but at the same time, it's like, fuck it. Why I'm not? looking at his stuff, and like a lot of these movies I actually liked. <laughs> yeah, like, no, he I don't understand terrible. why people hate on him so much. It's just because of the Transformers stuff, pretty much. But, well, uh, not pretty much. The turtle stuff sucks too. Even though, but he that's didn't not on his it. directorial stuff, you know. Yeah. Well, so I mean, and neither is Bumblebee. Are... Just so everyone knows. Well, yeah. No, he had nothing to do with that shit. He was just that a was producer. They, that was when they were walking. Well, it's like they just put his name on it. It's because just... he started the franchise. Yeah, that's all. That's why, like, uh, that's why the movie was fucking... better. What's what's his name? Uh, Come on, dude. The directed freaking Iron you, Man. You can do it. You nope, I can't. John Favreau. John Favreau. Yeah, he's still like a producer on every Avengers movie. Well, to be fair, he's probably in the room talking. Yeah, oh to yeah. With, I mean, I refuse to believe that you don't have John Favreau because he's also a brilliant director. Mm -hmm. Don't get me well, wrong. He's Just doing the Mandalorian series too. Cool. I'll do it. Sweet. Yeah. I'll watch that. I mean, it's. I'm really kind of. I'm. 
Star Wars has absolutely fallen from grace for me. Wait, 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 wait. Before we get on Star Wars, I just want to shout out one more Michael Bay movie that I liked. was hmm. uh, Pain and Gain with The Rock and Mark, dude, <laughs> Mark Wahlberg. Dude, dude, let me tell you, let me tell you. That movie, that movie is awesome. Like it's so crazy, and it's, it's based so on a true weird. story too. So it's like, yeah, and it has Mark the Wahlberg, Rock. The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, and sorry. fucking Tony Shalhoub. Yeah. Tony Shalhoub, <laughs> fucking Monk, Anthony, dude. Anthony Mackie. Yup. Um, I see Ed Falcon. Harris. Oh, love Ed Harris. Uh, Rebel, Ooh, the Rock. Rebel Wilson is in it. I didn't even know she was in this. She must have been I like a background she... person. I think she was one of like the fat people at the gym. Uh, I bet Ken Jeong. Oh fuck him! Uh, the Rock, uh, the Rock is awesome, and uh, uh, the the movie, not the actor. The actor is also awesome. <laughs> oh yeah, the, the Rock, Rock is, is a good one too. Fucking great movie, dude! I love Ed Harris, dude. Give me, give me Ed Harris in everything. Let him, let him be some like old wise, mean spirited old man. I'm all about it. Yeah. Um, uh, Pearl Harbor yeah. was another good one he did. I didn't like that. No, that, that that's a really me. long one though. It's super long, and I don't like the stuff. I really liked was the Cuba Gooding Jr. stuff. Okay, I enjoyed that a lot. And and again, Liv Tyler's fucking hot. So see, I'm I cool had um, I had these history issues when I was growing up. Like, mm-hmm. I just didn't want to study history. So oh the my uh, my buddy's dad to like help me like learn more about history and stuff. We would like sit down and watch all these movies, and then we'd yeah. do like the history lessons in the books and stuff. So I watched Pearl Harbor multiple times. <laughs> okay, so you so you like Pearl Harbor then? What would you? Because I'm assuming you're gonna say this, but I'm curious to see okay. if you have a different opinion. What would be your favorite wartime movie? Wartime you know, like a, movie. Like there was that Nicolas Cage one called Wind Talkers, where they like had um, to use like I think it was like Indian Indian rhetoric to for code breakers. Right. You had um, something like uh, obviously Pearl Harbor. There was. Um, Saving God, Private Ryan, Das um, Boot, Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, I'm curious if if you had to go, I'm gonna go to my shelf right now, and there was a war movie I have or I should have. What okay. would it be? What would you put in right now? Oh God, because I, I have know. mine. I I don't even know. I'd have to see like a list of names because some of them I remember scenes of them, but I don't yeah. remember the name of the movie. Um, yeah. so. If I told you to go watch a war movie right now, what would you pick? Dunkirk. Ooh, I haven't seen it. Me either. That's why I would say you're it. stupid. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Then we'll go back. Say, pick one that you've already seen. Like one um, that you're like, oh, it was really impressive, or it stuck with you. Jarhead. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, and I actually have that one. Um, there's Jarhead, and probably uh, that was uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, right? Yes, Jake Gyllenhaal and uh, Jamie Fox, I think. Um, yeah, that was a good yeah. one. That was a really good one. Apparently, they consider *Inglorious Bastards* a war movie. I would, I would, yeah, I guess I'd put so. it up there. I'll like maybe fa- put it up fantasy there. Fantasy war, movie yeah, because it's it's or uh, it's a little more stylized. Alternate reality here. Yeah, there you go. I I liked parts of that movie. It's a, Quentin Tarantino for me is a little pretentious. Mm-hmm. Um, I get why he's great. Don't get me wrong. I love I love a lot of his movies. *Pulp Fiction's great. Uh. You know, fucking Kill Bill. I'll watch Kill Bill yeah. one and two like all the time. Um, I saw Hateful Eight. It was pretty fun. I eh, it wasn't super great. I probably won't go watch it again ever. But right, yeah, um, I just actually watched that a couple months ago when I was laid. It's up. not bad. 
It's fun. I like westerns. Like mm. that Magnificent Seven remake was fucking brilliant. I enjoyed that a lot. Is um, that the one with uh, Pratt in it? Yeah, and Denzel Washington yeah, I and all those guys. Haven't watched that one yet. You'll like it. I think it's really, really good. You will have a problem with the ending, I think, but um, because I know you now. <laughs> um, uh, but it's everybody. really good. It's really good though, and I mean, but I mean, you you know it's coming because you've seen all the other iterations yeah. of it. You know yeah. what I mean, like. It's really, it's really well done. And Antoine Fuqua, uh, the director, is fucking brilliant. Like he did um, the Equalizer movies. Okay. So like he's really, he's good. He's solid. Um, yeah, there's some issues, but whatever. It's it's really, it's really well done. And I love a good western, dude. It's hard to get a good western. Mm-hmm. Like um, True Grit was pretty decent, but it was a little slow and boring. Yeah. But it was pretty fun. It was, it was good. Um. But my war movie, uh, if I had to pick a war movie yeah, right go now, ahead, man. we were soldiers. I don't know okay, if you've yeah. ever seen that with um, uh, Mel Gibson plays Lieutenant Hal Moore. Uh, it's a it's a Vietnam movie. It's so fucking good. Okay. It's so good. It's like classic Mel Gibson, solid acting. Uh, I think Chris Klein's in it. He plays somebody. He's great. Um, it's just super like. Ah, dude, it hits you with all the generic uh, uh, war movie tropes. You know, mm-hmm. like the guy pulling the fucking picture out of his wife and shit like that. But they do it for both sides, which is really cool. Um, How- and, and I have a little bit of a, like, fun moment to it because apparently my dad, who is a military man, he was a sergeant first class in the army. Um. He went around. He loves to read, like, James Patterson shit and, like, you know, like, uh, John Grisham books. And right. he likes war <clears throat> and law stuff. Uh, espionage, Tom Clancy shit. And uh, apparently he met Hal Moore in real life, which was really fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that, if you haven't seen that movie, go fucking see it, dude. It's fucking brilliant. Um, he gives one of those, like, uh, um, like he's given a speech to all the – all the new recruits and stuff that who are about to get, you know, cause in the Vietnam war, you got drafted. A lot of people yeah. didn't sign up. They got drafted and forced in. And, and that's when you could get drafted when you were like fucking 18 and shit. So these are all kids and shit. And, um, Sam Elliott's in it and plays fucking great, great. I think he was a Sergeant or something. And, uh, he's so good, dude. They give a speech about like Jews, Gentiles. I don't care what color your skin is. When we go over there, like, you're going to face discrimination here. Mm-hmm. That doesn't matter when we go over there. And I'm just like, oh, dude, like, it's so poignant. Like, you could play the speech right now, and it would actually mean something in our day and age, which is really kind of sad, <laughs> to yeah. be honest. But um, it's super poignant. It's going to te- stand the test of time. It has some really iconic imagery, brilliant fucking acting. Um, the music's really fucking good. Um, and, of course, it's based on a book. Um, it was called We Were Soldiers Once and Young, I think. And um, it, it was written by a photographer, a wartime photographer, who went there and took all the pictures and talked to all these people. And then he wrote the book. They actually have that guy in the movie. Not the actual writer, but somebody portraying him in the movie. Right. That's fucking awesome. If you haven't seen it or you don't remember it, do yourself a service. Fucking go see that movie. It's fucking brilliant. Is it on, it's so, so is it on uh, a streaming service yet? Or I probably could probably not, find it. 
But I'm telling you, dude, it's going to be in a five five dollar bin somewhere. Okay. Fucking that. You could probably. I wouldn't even be surprised if you could fucking illegally download it somewhere. I could probably get it on Vudu. Um. So yeah, wartime movies, great. Mm-hmm. Check it out. Uh, um, what else do we? As far so as I just, wartime movies what? go, though, real quick. Yeah. What is your favorite? Like, because those are the ones that we just said, Jarhead, and um, what was the name of yours again? I, it's a long we, title. We were soldiers. We were soldiers. There we go. Yeah, yeah it's so long. We'll write Three that words. down now. Yeah, it's it's a long word. Man, mine's one word. Jarhead. Uh, fair enough. And Dunkirk. <laughs> and Dunkirk. Um, but uh, I, I like the movie because I didn't have to read the title. <laughs> those are those are like more serious movies for war yeah. movies. Which a you lot want of, a goofy one? A lot of war movies are uh, serious, but what's your yeah. goofy go to? Because I got oh, mine. Easy. Easy. This movie gets a lot of shit, and I think it's horse shit, by okay. the way. I will defend this movie to the day I die. Uh, Battle L.A. Or Battle Los Angeles. I can't okay. remember. There's a, there's a Nick Cannon one called Battle L.A., I think. And then Battle Los Angeles is the one with um Battle Los Aaron Angeles Eckert. was the one that was in theaters, right? Yeah, with and Aaron Eckhart. Battle Eckhart L.A. was like them. a sci-fi thing. And dude, it had Aaron Eckhart, which was awesome. He was great. He was coming off The Dark Knight, so he was fucking... And that's a goofy one? In my opinion, it's okay. a sci-fi. It's sci-fi aliens. You know okay. what I mean? Okay. It's so I would argue it's goofy. Uh, I mean, because if you're gonna, if you really want me to go like comedy, like stupid, I mean, don't say it because it's probably mine. In the army now. That, yep, that's of course, of course. Probably I'll maybe Schiller give. And Lori I Petty, could maybe dude. give you like Sergeant Bilko or Major Payne. Those are Ooh, really Major good. Major Payne is a good one. Major yeah. Payne's really fucking funny. Um, but if I had to give you, but if I had to be serious, um. Dude, Battle LA gets a lot of shit. I don't know why. It's really well done. It granted it does a lot of like hand uh uh handicam stuff, so it's like really shaky. Mm-hmm. But like they follow these guys and it's this sci-fi battle, but they follow it from the perspective of the military men. It's not a it's not like um Independence Day or weird shit like that. It's like it's actually like grounded and really like the the character design for the aliens is really cool the acting's really good like neo the singer neo okay is in it and he's actually not annoying you know <laughs> what i mean like well because when people like cast people like that it could be really fucking stupid it's just like ugh, why yeah because he's hot right now like lame um but he was actually really good and michael pena's in it he has a really cool arc and um that movie made me cry twice, like a bitch. Because, um, like, the whole thing is, like, uh, Aaron Eckhart plays this uh, leader who kind of wants to retire, wants to be done. But now he has to help uh, get this platoon kind of ready uh, for this war that's about to come. Because they find out about the aliens, and he has to come and help. And mm-hmm. he doesn't want to, but he does. And... um Nobody wants to follow him because he lost his last crew. And a lot of people say it's because of him, because he did it. Like, right. it was his fault, which, you know, it's not true. You know, you find out about his character and why he had to make the decision he made. And uh, it sucks. And you feel really bad. And then there's, like, a scene where where a guy wants to sacrifice his life to help people, like, to save everyone. He's mm-hmm. like, you need to leave. Go, go, go. Get out of here. I got this. And the guy's just like, and then Eric Edhart, Aaron Eckhart's character is like, no, not again. And I'm just like, uh, uh, 
oh, I fucking lost it, dude. Uh, just the man baby tears start coming. And I'm just like, <laughs> it's just like, well, in this like goofy ass sci-fi movie, you're going to make me cry. I'm sorry. That means you wrote something well. I, I, yeah, maybe there's some there's some hard moments or like maybe there might be some continuity errors here and there, but it's shot really well. It's lit really well. They treat it with uh, some seriousness, and it's really impressive. I, I that movie doesn't get a lot of credit, and I and I really, yeah. If you guys get a chance, go see Battle Los Angeles with Aaron Eckhart. You will not you will not be disappointed. I, it, you might not like it. I don't know. It might not be for you, but at the end of the day, it's not going to be Aquaman. You're not going to be mad that you watched it and wasted two hours of your life. <laughs> right. Um, it's good. That's a that's a good one. Yeah, I would I would definitely check that out. If you haven't seen it, you should see it. I <laughs> no, think I haven't like seen that one yet. I think you'd like it. I really do. The um, aliens are pretty cool. Yeah. <clears throat> but but I still also haven't even seen like Cloverfield and shit. Really? I totally would. Did you ever see, um, what is it? The, 10 Cloverfield Lane or something like that? The one with John Goodman? Yeah, yeah. No. I, I heard. That's good. I heard it's it's good and it like coincides with the same uh, yeah, movie, they, the events of Cloverfield, but I'm yeah, just like. Yeah, they did it. They did like a universe thing, but it's not actually like right. tied to anything. But Cloverfield is like all like first first cam like hand, yeah hand that's cam and brutal and shaking. it's really brutal that's one reason i haven't watch. watched um hardcore henry yet is because of that yeah and i really want to watch hardcore henry so <laughs> i told nick because uh yeah. fyi everyone i'm epileptic so he like, fucks with me um yeah yeah but i told nick the other day i was like i'm just gonna put hardcore henry on on the playstation and watch it in the vr and see Ooh. what fucking happens because I don't See, ever get in motion sickness using the yeah. VR system. So keep a fucking camera on you in case you have a fucking seizure. That's a great idea. There we go. <laughs> fucking idiot. <laughs> um, uh, oh, speaking of Hardcore Henry, I would love to see that as well. Yeah. Um, it's on another, Netflix, I believe, right yeah. now. And another movie that came out that was kind of like it. It felt like it to me. Mm-hmm. I really want to see it called Upgrade. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that looks fucking. That yeah. looks. That, that looks one looks good. And uh, so now, upgrade came out around the time Venom came out, and the yeah. trailers like I think it was like a year almost the same like mm-hmm. thing. It's like mm-hmm. you know he he hears his voice in his head and he loses control of his body. I'm like, okay, yeah, I, guys. V- Venom Venom was a piece of shit, dude. <laughs> Venom Venom fucking sucked. I liked I Venom, believe. dude. I liked it. It's not as like the Venom from the comics. I liked no. it as just no. its own movie by itself. Yeah, you know. Um, you didn't have you didn't have a problem with that motorcycle chase where they like cut to the same shot like five times and like no. until they were doing a reshoot and like uh, the, the fucking villain care. was terrible and the villain was terrible and uh, what's her face Michelle Williams had a wig every two minutes that you could <laughs> tell and it looked like shit man you could tell Tom Hardy was trying his best but holy fuck that movie blows he did the like, Venom voice too did you know that yeah yeah, yeah. and they just modulated yeah. him and that's cool. You know he no, loves doing fine. his own shit too because he did. Yeah. He he created the Bane voice that we all love. Yeah. Or yeah. even though it's not a fucking Mexican accent, it's, a it's like a British accent. Here, I think I I think I got a here. Let me get a glass jar. I think I can do it. Yeah. Here I'm back. Yeah. <laughs> if anybody ever wants to do the Bane voice, just get yourself like a glass vase or a glass jar, and you just go. Let's not stand on ceremonies, Bruce. Do you feel in charge? 
Like, it's so <laughs> dumb. Like, but, like, tell me that's not, like, a fucking huge meme, dude. Yeah. Like, all over the... Like, I get it. Like, it sucks that they didn't really do the character justice. But the mm-hmm. fact that, like, they were willing to do something different, I, I'll give them props. And, you know, this way his movies will always stand right by themselves like they'll be their own thing so that's kind of cool and it would have been really hard to like force a luchador into there it would have been really weird yeah so i, yeah, well, I with with it. how they with how they were making it more of like a real world type of yeah. world for them it. It, it made more sense but like yeah cuz Having them like you know hit the venom and they go through him and yeah, dude, you're not getting Batman and Robin bullshit, (laughs) you know, because he merely adopted the doc. He was born in it. So fucking stupid. Anyway, (laughs) he's a good actor though. I just I I hope that he doesn't get stuck in crappier roles. He won't. He's fine. The the dude practically almost got an Oscar when he was in like The Revenant and stuff. Yeah, he's a he's a little overrated. But I think he's good. See, though, people, it pisses me off, too, because someone kept trying to tell me he was in Suicide Squad. And I'm like, no, he's not. Oh, they probably think he's Jai Courtney. Yeah, they don't even look the same, dude. Like, I understand where people get that that whole he's him. Because then they uh, they even were like, yeah, because remember, it's the same guy that's in Batman. And then they're like, and he also played in... um, Oh, what's the stupid one they always bring up? Fucking the Bruce Mad Willis Max. movie. Oh. Uh, oh, that the other dude was in. Another Day to Die Hard or yeah, some shit. Good the day fifth to die, die Hard, hard movie. Yeah. That movie was fucking unwatchable, dude. Oh, oh man. Anyway. I will tell everyone, you can watch Live Free or Die Hard. You can watch that in a whimsical way. That is not a good movie, but I watch the shit out of it. Yeah. I really do. I'm like... The Kevin Smith stuff's a little hard to swallow. The dude ends up on a fucking jetliner. I'm like, what? Are we watching True Lies? Like, what's happening? Wait, and, where? Uh, Which one? At the uh, Live Free or Die Hard, the one with okay, Justin yeah. Long and yep. and uh, Timothy Oliphant and the fucking sexy uh, Maggie Q as the, as the ba- dude. Have you ever seen um, the CW's uh, La Femme Nikita remake? The yeah, Nikita? I've seen a couple episodes. I like that shit. I I, I love that shit. The, the fucking quarterback from um, Little Giants. Mm-hmm. I think he's also uh, Devin Sawa, I think is his name. He's the guy from, I think he's also from uh, Final Destination. I think he's the main dude. Yeah. Devin yeah, he Sawa plays is. like one. He plays like one of like the spy hitmen, and it's pretty awesome. He was also Casper in Casper. I, yeah, he was. Yeah. Good movie. That's a good movie. God, I want to watch that movie. The original After Casper. We, when you talked about, when you talked about uh, the original Turtles movie. Mm-hmm. It made me really get nostalgic for uh, fucking Dude, Casper. I didn't even think about Casper as a comic book movie. I don't really – it didn't right? click. Right, No, well, because I immediately thought a cartoon. I was like, right. oh, it's a cartoon. But no, it's – yeah, it was a comic strip like back in the 60s. It's or like Garfield, or but if you say any of the yeah. Garfield movies are great, you're kidding no, yourself. No, fuck. Get, get the fuck out of here. Um, fucking Bill Murray. So, yeah. Uh, that That's all I have for Tom Hardy, though. I was just – I find it irritating when fuckers, like – call him someone else i'm like no that's like the b version of him that they can't when they can't hire tom hardy they'll get him kind of like like harrison ford and um the other dude you know who i'm talking about everyone knows who i'm talking about do i though yes do i fucking everyone does Uh, i can't remember his name now then apparently it doesn't exist i was gonna go with uh 
What was the universal answer to the question? If I can't afford to get Michael Sarah, I'm going to go get Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> <laughs> um, fucking, or what, who's the other dickhead? Jake Gyllenhaal versus, um, Ryan Gosling, Toby, or Ryan Gosling or Toby Maguire. Yeah. Um, it is, his name is Dennis Quaid. There you go. Oh, yeah. Okay. Dennis Quaid and Harrison Ford, you know? Dennis Quaid's the cheaper version of Harrison Ford. God, really? I, man, I don't really lump those two together. I, I remember it, because when I was a kid, I got them confused. Too. I could see that. I could see it. No, I could see it. I could see it. Uh, okay. So since I spent so much time shitting on DC, yeah, with Aquaman, should I do my review? Let's. <laughs> what your review? You're gonna do a review? No, seriously. Do you want to talk about Aquaman? No, no. I don't want to talk about Aquaman no more. I was gonna the say, people I t- tried talking to it about pissed me off so much. I was just like, "Fuck you." I'm done with it. <laughs> um, wash uh, the hands. I, with my mommy, with my with my mom, which let me tell you, I'm very excited that somehow, like four or five years ago, watching superhero movies in the theater turned into something that my mom and I do. Mm-hmm. And it's fucking awesome. It's so cool. Like, I love it so much. It's, it's, oh, it's the greatest. Anyway, um, her and I went and saw Shazam! Shazam. Holy shit, dude. That movie's great. Yeah. That movie is fucking fantastic. I've heard and nothing me- but good things about it from almost everybody. There's one person yeah. I heard who is like, because, like, like you, like, you know, and most mm-hmm. people, he's shit on DC, like, the entire time since uh, after Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. And uh, ever since, like, all the Justice League shit and all that stuff, he's always shit on them. And then, like, he was talking about Shazam, and, you know, he didn't get no spoilers or nothing. Um, yeah. It was uh, it was on a po- another podcast I listened to. Um, oh, okay. And he was talking about it, and he's like, it was good, and he's like... But it wasn't that good. It was okay. Like oh, trying to lower here. his standards yeah. down to it because he didn't want to like so fanboy shit. it too yeah. hard. And then the yeah. other dude was like, dude, you talk so much shit about this franchise mm-hmm. the entire time. And yet you can't give them props on one good movie. I agree. And like, cause people are like that now. I, I don't know why. Like with me, I, it's like, look, I'm passionate, dude. Like it's because I watch so much shit mm-hmm. that, I know what's good because I know what's bad, if that makes sense. Like, it's right. like universally, there are movies that nobody has ever heard of, seen, watched, doesn't care. And then there's these movies that every year, that's all people talk about. Mm-hmm. It's like people have viewing parties for Lord of the Rings, like the extended versions or Star Wars or, you know, these movies that people like always remember. Right. Um. So having, I mean, you. If you go out and seek it, you have a litmus test for the greatest and the worst. Just because you don't like them, like, subjectively, mm-hmm. doesn't make them bad. Like, Titanic. Titanic will always be a perfect example of a movie that was perfectly constructed. Yeah. Practical stuff mixed with decent CGI, iconic music, great acting, period piece. Like, everything that would be really difficult to do, this guy did. Mm-hmm. Now, a kid's going to go watch that. It's three fucking hours long, dude. Not everybody's going to like it. I watched that movie, Titanic, by James yeah. Cameron. Yup. Ten times in theaters. Yup. As a yep. kid. 
Yup. And then I went out by myself and pre-ordered the VHS, the double that VHS. That came multiple fucking Christ, dude. That came out on two and tapes. I, I pre-ordered two of them. Yep. One, so I kept it closed and sealed up because that's what we did in the 90s. God, you were always a hoarder, dude. <laughs> and the no, other but that's one so I could thinking. watch it. So, um, yeah. Fuck, dude. I love that no, movie. And it's a great film. Before that movie came out, though, I was huge into the history of the Titanic. So I had like yep, books me too. about the Titanic and all that shit. So. I built models, dude. Yeah. I drew pictures. Yeah. I had to know everything, dude. I did a few like, school I... reports on the Titanic oh, and the history of so it. So cool. And like where everyone else. I remember there was one report we had to do it on the Titanic events. Yeah. And yeah. everyone did it about the sinking of the ship. And I did it about the construction yeah. of the fucking ship. Because yeah. I was like, I got this book here that has like blueprints and. I was like, let's do this. <laughs> Bro, I'm applauding you right now. That's awesome. <laughs> no, seriously, I was so I was so into it. And it's just like I tell people to another another way where I tell you, like, that movie's important, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, movies are important. Like, they'll teach you things. Like it's like I was so inspired by the movie, I needed to go learn. Right. I wanted I knew why the boat worked, like why the boat didn't work or why the hull broke and how mm-hmm. they I learned about coal because of that. How People were literally shoveling coal. Yeah. Like you learn so much stuff about those things. And it's just like, it's so cool. It's iconic, man. Like, oh man, it's good storytelling. And I just tell people, it's like, there you go. Go watch that. And then go watch the Hobbit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just don't get it. I really don't understand how people, I, I get how people can go. I liked it, but then I give a I give a I give a fucking review that says this is poorly written with bad CGI, the pacing's terrible, the editing's horrible, this and they go, Well that's your opinion. I go, Well okay, yeah, that's well, what yeah. a review is, is your personal yeah, opinion. It's my fucking opinion, so thank you for <laughs> one being as if that's some kind of insult. But then also you look like a retard. Like you d- Send the definition to them in the comments every fucking well, I just, time. Well and I just want to be like well, I liked it. I'm like, why? Why did you like it? Because I can tell right. you why I hated it. I can tell you 100% with screenshots and this and that why this is a terrible movie. Mm-hmm. And you should feel bad. This is bad and you should feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. It's just I, I, this this weird growing trend of people being okay with mediocrity or less than mediocre mm-hmm. is just it's pathetic. It's sad. It's just like your life sucks that bad that you're really just like <laughs> you're okay with this. And they go because then they would throw it back and go, oh, well, it's my favorite comment right now. Mm-hmm. And I love people who are like this. It's like, oh, cool. You went on Facebook, too. Congratulations. Right. People who like leave a comment that go, you know, hating things that people like doesn't make you smart. I go, yeah. And also liking things that just because other people tells like them. Yeah, doesn't make doesn't make you part of the yeah. the. It's just it's like, like you're so dumb. It's like um the whole thing with Marvel. You, yeah, you, all the Marvel movies. Everyone assumes that you have to like every single one of them because it's such a big thing in the culture. Yeah, and and because it's fucking Marvel and they did good movies. I mean, yeah, they do good movies, but sometimes they do crappy ones too. Yeah, just Black like Panther. yeah. <laughs> Just Captain like Marvel. everyone else does, you know? Well, it's, and like it's, speak- um, a name on the movie does not make it a good movie. Exactly. I agree. And, and, and 
even a big and, uh, budget and and money, you know, all the profits that they make off that movie don't make it a good movie. Yeah, and 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 it's a perfect segue because I got I got lost in a like YouTube trending shit. See, you, hey, you said don't say it's segue, and you just fucking did it. So fuck you. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to know that I I, I fall too. <laughs> I'll get up like a Disney woman. Um, uh, so I want to because I still hate Captain Marvel. I think it's I think it's terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, things about Endgame are coming out finally. People are saying it's great. Um, I don't trust. A oh, because they did. Anymore. Um, they just did the, the screener and the premieres. Yeah. yeah. So with fucking Captain Marvel, I got lost in this fucking just deep, deep sea of uh, YouTube shit. And um, you know how we always do. We go to see one video, and then all of a sudden we're auto-playing, and oh, shit, it's been an hour. Um, I ended up listening to this Captain Marvel review, and then they cited this uh, podcast mm-hmm. from Sci-Fi or Siffy. Okay. <laughs> Sci-Y. Sci-Fi. S-Y. S-Y-F-I. Uh, <laughs> Sci-Fi Wire, um, there's this podcast called Who Won the Week? Okay. Um, talking about, you know, movies that came out and Ooh, all this. I, th- I think I know where you're going with this, but keep there on. Is this, there is this fucking dickhead, and I'm going to call him a dickhead because mm-hmm. his name is Adam Swiderski, I think. Uh, a- uh, S-W-I-D-E-R-S-K-I. And I hope everybody goes out, do not cut this, because his fucking Twitter... I made sure I wrote down his Twitter. I wrote down his fucking Instagram, because he's a <laughs> cocksucker. And um, episode 169 of their podcast is titled, like, Oscars 2019 Captain Marvel versus Rotten Tomatoes. Trailers, roundups, all that shit. This fucking dipshit... I cannot believe he's not fired, first of all. I cannot believe he would even say this. Even though we all know it's true. We're not... I mean, in this day and age, I can't believe that people are still this delusional. That he thought, with Captain Marvel, Mm -hmm. he literally thought the fact that Rotten Tomatoes turned off uh, audience reactions and comments was a good thing. Okay. He... He goes, that's great. This is good because we don't need those people having an opinion and dragging things down and doing stuff and blah, blah, blah. Real critics should have their opinions, and that's all that matters. And I go, okay. Uh, first of all, that's already a bad statement, so that's right. scary. That's already in, a scary In this day thing. and age, aren't we all critics, though? Like, Don't that's we all get a voice to say what we want about anything? Everybody has an opinion. Right. Like, that's it. At the end of the day, everybody's going to have an opinion. It doesn't matter. Regardless of whether or not any of us are wrong, it doesn't matter. It sounds there like no really old school talking right there. Exactly. It's like the, and, the, you know, the reviewers well, just, are the only ones that matter. Like Cisco and Ebert are the only two that fucking matter for film yeah. reviews, you know, type It shit. feels like, well, it just feels like hypocritical nonsense. Like lack of self-awareness is a big, big deal when it comes to mm-hmm. what we do. Um. Look, we get it. We do a podcast. We say our opinions, and that's how it works. People can turn it on. People can turn it off. People don't have to agree with it. You And you could just like the way we say it. It doesn't mean you agree with me, mm-hmm. but maybe you like how animated I get, and you're like, oh, I get to watch this guy, listen to this guy talk out of his ass for an hour. I don't agree with him. But sometimes like people being so wrong 
about something or literally like on the other side of the fence of what you're thinking right. sometimes revalidates how you feel. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I hate Aquaman. Like I'm just using it as an example because it's at the beginning of the podcast and we can actually use it as reference. Right. I fucking hate Aquaman. I think it's stupid. I said all these reasons why. And because of all those reasons that I cited, that guy, other people who agree with me are going to go, I agree with you. And that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Thank God I'm not the only person who thinks like that. But there is also another person who goes, no way. This looked awesome. I love these costumes. This music was great. I love this actor. I did this thing. So everything I was saying, they're literally on the other side of the fence going, he's just validating how I feel. Right. Because of his lack of being woke or whatever. <laughs> you know what so I mean? the guy that you're talking about. Yeah. Um, Ad- so Adam he, Swiderski. He works, a for, he works for them? He, I assume. For he's Rotten on all Tomatoes the podcasts. or for the podcast? Uh, sci-fi. For, for sci-fi, sci-fi podcast. For the okay. podcast. So he thought, and I think he's also a, 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 a reputable professional. If you can't tell, I'm using... Air quotes for uh, some dickhead who thinks like he's better than everyone else. Um, we're gonna at him on this shit, <laughs> dude. Fuck that guy. No, for real. Fuck that guy. At me. Fucking bring it, you dumb cunt. Um, he said that that was cool to silence these people because he thought their stuff doesn't matter. And then he literally says that sometimes people like us. On this podcast, even, we've had to do it almost verbatim. I'm going to paraphrase, obviously, but almost verbatim. Go ahead and check it out. I'll even try and send you a link or something if we can put it in the description. Mm -hmm. Um, This guy literally then goes, people on this podcast, myself included, blah, blah, blah. We we sometimes have to play softball with movies because if we don't, because if we don't, we don't get invited to screenings. If we dump on a movie, yeah, wait, wait, let me finish. Because if we dump on them, we will not get early access. We won't do the. So you are literally telling people that the people who are not being paid, who are actually going out, paying their hard earned money to see these movies that they probably care about, given a genuine initial reaction somehow does not have the same validation as somebody who is obviously pandering or being paid to give their opinion to go see a movie right. is fucking horseshit. You, you are, you should be fired because you literally just said that you are giving false advertising for a movie so you can get free shit. Right. This is absolutely absurd. And that is what is wrong with a lot of uh, YouTube people. See, though, that's like when I the, see those, there's a problem insane. with that logic though. Because okay. I know multiple movie reviewers, um, even one that's on Rotten Tomatoes, he does not pander to anybody's bullshit. And you yeah. you know him, too. Um, EJ. Do you want to give him a shout out? EJ Marino on yeah, YouTube yeah. and uh, Instagram, guys. So Yeah, I know, I know him. I've worked with him. He's yeah, a he's, very, outspo- very outspoken um but I mean, he he did the whole thing like yeah. us. We went to school and we look up stuff. And him and I do not see eye to eye on a lot of stuff. He's actually right. a huge DC person. He's one of those people who thinks uh, Batman v Superman is brilliant. Mm-hmm. And I'm completely on the other side. Yeah, but he um, also but has, I, has like throughout his entire 
time of doing like movie reviews, not just videos, but actual written reviews for them. Yeah. Um, has gone like he's kind of been like anti Marvel, almost every Marvel movie. Yeah. Except for like Infinity War, and I think he just did the screening of Endgame. I haven't but, watched you know, his shit gonna, yet for that, but and you're gonna fanboy and stuff, and that's fine. Yeah. You have your opinion, but he is articulate right unlike unlike a lot of other people they just go it's fun or i enjoyed it or i this. he at least tries to defend these movies Mm -hmm. which that's fine i get it there are good things about these movies do not get me wrong right but he's also not pandering to the studios to make sure he doesn't lose his access exactly no matter what those studios are going to want the reviewers opinions whether yeah. they're good or bad, one it's, it's gonna, marketing. It's free yeah, marketing. It's free marketing nonstop. And like and like with him, so I hope we do. I hope someday we do a cast together, right? Um, because him and I are polar opposites. I think when it comes <laughs> to, uh, uh, the way we think. I'll about sit. I'll sit over in the corner like Kevin Smith and just agree with both of you. Well, no, I think you're perfect. <laughs> I think you're like because I, I think you agree with him with a lot of stuff. Yeah, with I some things. Yeah, there's we have but, uh, we have disagreements in some stuff too, but yeah. Not, every, but not I think, a whole lot. But, but again, I think it, it was something I brought up in a podcast before. I think having healthy arguments is important. Um, you can call them arguments. You can call them debates. You can call them whatever you want. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, they're fucking movies. I don't care if you like it. Just don't tell me I'm wrong for not liking it the same way I, I – just because you like it doesn't make it a good movie. Right. You know what I mean? And and um, But the, the whole fact that they just said on a podcast that everyone hears – that they're not going to do a proper review is because they don't want to lose their they, their shit. He literally said we softball stuff so we can keep our access. It's like, dude, did you not just realize what you said? You're a right. fucking idiot. Like you're and so what dumb. access is there really? I mean, they do the screenings the Tuesdays before the movies come out. For almost every advanced screening, it's usually for the free. Tuesday before. But it's, for free though. It's for free. Trust me, though, I've gone to these things, and I would rather just go to a normal audience screening. Uh, you, I mean, sometimes maybe. you'll get the, the a good screening where it's mostly just um, media there, but yeah. a lot of times you have, like, two or three rows of media, and that's it, and the rest mm. of it is just, like, everyone that got free tickets from a, a oh. website here and there and all this stuff. So it can be hectic because... And you see a lot of different um, people show up to the to the screenings. Yeah. But for the most part, the ones that I've gone to, um, it's a lot of people that you know they weren't going to go and pay this money to go see this movie anyways. Yeah. It was just a free date yeah. or something out. You yeah, know. and it's just and and it pisses me off because uh, it's it's one of those things like have some fucking integrity. Yeah. Dude. Like seriously, it's 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 an art form, and you gain nothing. You gain nothing from watching movies decrease in value. You get nothing from that. Right. And and it's like fuck everyone in the universe is like, oh, their their box office did great. I go again, I really think these big studios now that because there is no real competition anymore, I think they bump their numbers. I absolutely think they do. I think they pump their own money into a lot of these screenings. Those because I mean think about it. If they if they put out a hundred million dollars out of their you know, okay, so a movie costs two hundred and fifty million bucks, right? Mm-hmm. Say they make the movie for one hundred and fifty million. There's a hundred million dollars that they can sit on. 
dropping $50 million to just toss out free tickets to people will bump their numbers. Right. And it looks good. And $50 million means absolutely dick to a billion-dollar company. That's like if you and I had $2 million, us chucking two hundred dollars or $2,000 at someone means absolutely nothing. So I, I don't know. It's uh, it's really it's really dirty, underhanded shit, and mm-hmm. I think people should really be a little more aware of the content that they're watching. That's why I always say try and find two people that you really, really agree with and love on YouTube right. and find two or three people that you really, and, really do not trust or don't like or whatever and listen to theirs right. because you will hear a lot. Of, it's like when you listen to like local news. You see a lot of the real verbiage and rhetoric almost spouted word for mm-hmm. word, and it gets really creepy. And so at some point it, – It has a lot of um, similarities yeah, within it. Or, or they'll speak about specific scenes in the movies. Like each person of two completely different mindsets will talk about those scenes. So those are the things to look at then. So if the one yeah. who's talking shit and the one who's talking good about it – all right, so that's something to look at when you go and see the movie or when you rewatch it or something yourself. Because yep. apparently it, it meant something to both of them, whether they hated it or liked it. Um, exactly. And it's important to have perspective. And Without I, perspective, you have nothing. On the same note, though, I would also suggest not necessarily going for – if you're going to YouTube for reviewers, don't just go to the ones that have, like, the most subscribers. Yeah. Go to the smaller ones not. because, I mean, you know, a 1,000 subscribers, a couple hundred – Whatever, like those guys right there, they're not pandering to you. They don't yep, give a the shit. They're, they're the ragtags. They're the ragtags who they probably want. they probably just started their channel like a month ago because they really yeah. like. And they're probably really some of them are probably the ones that are still paying to go see the movies yeah. up front. Um, exactly. Or you yep. you know some of them are are uh, like like me like I'll do the screenings but I won't even do the review yep. videos. I just go to the screenings. Um, so again, I'm gonna go with that is the sci-fi yeah. podcast. Who won the week? Episode 169. Go listen to it. Adam Swiderski, I believe. Fuck that guy, a hundred percent. So remember how about an hour ago, I was talking about this uh, movie Shazam, mm-hmm. and uh, so I brought up Captain Marvel again. So let's talk about the good Captain Marvel. Uh, Zachary Levi. Uh, inspired casting. I um, I was not happy about it. Your fan is really loud, by the way. It's um, the computer, dude. I'm not. It's not getting into it really the mic fan? though. Oh, okay, yeah. good. Okay. Uh, um, and cut. Uh, so when the trailer for Shazam first came out, I liked it mm-hmm. a lot, like a lot. I go, I told Hannah, I go, I love the tone about this. This is really working for me. My biggest problem was uh, Zachary Levi. Really, uh, which makes me. Which makes me sad because I really like him. I know he's a nerd. I loved him on Chuck. It was one of my favorite moments. He heads Nerd HQ. So the guy actually truly loves comics and nerddom. And apparently he auditioned for um, Star-Lord. Yeah. Which, don't get me wrong, I think he would have actually been a really good Star-Lord. Um, but I love Chris Pratt, and I don't want anybody else to do it. I love, I love him. But uh, Zachary Levi, dude... Uh, he fucking killed it. It was great. He did such a good job because there was this dude named Alan Richardson, uh, Richardson. Uh-huh. He uh, plays Hawk or something on uh, that Titans show. Okay. DC Titans show. Right. He's great. 
he he would have looked like Shazam. He's got the chiseled chin and he looks really awesome. And Can stuff, I say something real quick about that? Sure. I love the fact that the studios aren't being dicks and like cementing them into their you can only do a DC movie. Like mm. they did that with um Brandon uh Ruth Ruth mm. Ruth when he did Ruth. Superman, he wasn't allowed to do any other comic book movies. Granted, that contract's up, but he's still yeah. with DC too, so it doesn't really matter, but he wasn't mm-hmm. allowed to go and do a Marvel movie or anything. Oh, but wow. like with I didn't some know that. yeah. But with some of these now nowadays, like everyone's getting to like cross breed over. I mean, yeah. it probably started with uh, Chris Evans because he's been in fucking a hundred comic book movies from different Michael franchises. Michael B. Jordan. Um, well, what God, was he in besides? Uh, uh, Fantastic Four. Yeah, we don't count that. <laughs> it still happened. It's probably arguably okay. the only good part of that movie. But go ahead. Um, Go ahead. But Alan, I think Alan Richardson would have been a, a better look, like a literal aesthetic look. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, though. Uh, Zachary Levi, nobody's touching him. Dude, the acting is phenomenal. He's absolutely absurd. It's so good. Um, don't get me wrong. He looks like an asshole in the costume. Right. The fake muscle. The fake muscles are a little brutal. But. Given the cartoony nature of the comedy and like a lot of the stuff that they do in this movie, um, it worked. It actually kind of works. Um, it's colorful and it's a little bit bigger than normal. It looks a little off, but it it's fine. I I, I like it. It's kind of funny. Um, he does this thing that other people just can't do. Like, and I would even argue that Tom Hanks couldn't do it in the movie Big. Mm-hmm. He acts like a fucking child. Zachary Levi is so adorable and so in tune with pop culture and stuff that I absolutely buy him as a kid in an adult body. See, it works so good. Have you seen the movie? I have not seen it yet. Um, so I will try not to spoil it. No, you're it good. For you. But I, I, I want to say something too on that same part. Um, yeah. I was listening to the Fat Man Beyond podcast and Mark Bernardin was talking about it. He's the one that I was saying earlier wouldn't give them their props for doing a good movie. Um, Oh, okay. But uh, he was saying that, and again, I haven't seen it, so I can't know for sure, but you can, that um, (laughs) the actor who was playing the kid and- Asher Angel. Yeah. Yeah. And then Zachary, Zachary Levi- that their character um, weren't meshing well, like how Zachary Levi acted as Shazam. Yeah. He said that the the personality that the kid version of him had mm. was completely different to where when he is in Shazam form, that um, Captain Marvel form, uh, that he uh, wouldn't be going to like strip clubs or buying alcohol or this and that. Cause that's not the type of persona that the, the kid actor gives off in the movie. <laughs> now get the so I'm not sure out of here. So you, you, get you tell me <laughs> out of here. You're a fucking retard Mark or whatever the hell your name is. You're a fucking moron. Don't get me wrong. If, if you and I were children mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, we're in a body of like a 30 year old. Of course, your decision making is going to change. That is absurd. Correct. The kid, the kid is like, 
the kid's in foster care. He's got a good head on his shoulders. He's a little bit of a delinquent, but but not like stealing cars and like killing people. He's kind of an asshole. Like I think <laughs> he he does a thing with cops, which is pretty funny. And if anybody is from a small town or anything like that, they can understand that you probably know some of the cops by first name. If you're a shitty person who doesn't necessarily get arrested, you're a kid. Right. You're kind of fucking around. What you're telling me right now, you all of a sudden can yell a word, turn into a 30 year old. The first thing you're not thinking is going to a convenience store and getting a bottle of beer. Get the fuck out of here. You're insane. Regardless of whether or not your, your morals say I shouldn't drink. Right. You're going to try it. You want to try it. You can't help yourself. I'm going to go buy a cigarette or I'm going to go buy a playboy mag or I'm going to like, you know, anytime you get a superpower, how far, how many steps away is it from naked boobs? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like if you got invisibility, like how long until you're going into a locker room to see naked boobs? Mm. And then you accidentally see a naked 90 year old woman. And then you're like, I don't want to see boobs anymore. I'm done. It's like drinking a bad beer. Um, That's absurd. That's absolutely absurd. Um, Oh, the acting's a little different. Of course it's going to be different. It, it, you're a different person. You literally turn into a different person. It's insane. Um, no. So with Zachary Levi, dude, when he turns into Shazam, he feels like a kid. And okay. even if he doesn't, his friend on the crutch, I can't remember his name to save my life. Um, That kid's great, too. Talk about good, good editing, because that kid could have been annoying as fuck. Holy shit. You know, like, um, you remember the Scream, the Scream movies mm -hmm. where the guy who talks about scary movie tropes, it's like, oh, you shouldn't die. He essentially almost breaks the fourth Don't wall go constantly, in there. you know, because you'll die. Right. That kid is the, that kid is this character in this movie okay. talking about superhero tropes and like he's got comic books. He always wears a he always wears a superhero shirt. So some of that stuff is a little heavy-handed, and I don't really like it because mm. they're trying to push the DCEU oh, yeah. into this movie, which I will get to at the end of this discussion because whoever directed this deserves a fucking Oscar. Like, honestly. This guy did something that should have failed. The way that this universe has been going, this movie should have fell on its face and been lost to, to the test of time and become the Scott Pilgrim of this generation. Mm -hmm. um, Zachary Levi is great. He's absolutely great. He's endearing. He's lovable. He's good looking. He's fun. He did everything he needed to do. Now, cut to the dark side of this movie, because this movie has some dark, dark shit going on. Okay. Are you uh are you familiar with any of the comic book lore uh, like uh, what the villains do? Or? No, not for Captain Marvel. No. Okay. Um, I, I know less about that Captain Marvel than I do Goose's Captain Marvel. I hate you. <laughs> um, just so okay, everyone so knows, I've been randomly finding Goose merchandise and texting it to John, <laughs> just I to fucking so piss him off. I hate you so much. Um. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> now I'm getting mad. Um okay, a pseudo spoiler and I'm going to apologize. Right. Um to you. Um the villain uh the villain gets 
uh, his superpowers in a cool way. Now, isn't the Shazam- villain the same guy who was? I think he was in Ant Man. I could double. I think it was Iron is- Man. Wasn't it's it? Mark? Sh- no, it's Mark Strong. He, I think, because he, he looked familiar, guy. at least from what I saw in the trailer. Well, because he's generic bad, bad bald man number two. He would have been a great Lex Luthor. Mark by the way. Strong. I don't- Mark M A R K. Oh, uh, Kingsman. He was in the second Kingsman movie. Oh yeah, okay. He was the guy who sang that fucking. So- oh god, what a good scene! I didn't even see the movie, but he was awesome. Um, he's in Stockholm. Kingsman. Where the hell is he? Uh, uh, he's in both the Kingsmen. The, so yeah. This is the uh, IMDb portion of the movie. Of the movie, of he the looks like podcast. Zero Dark Thirty. That's what I've seen him in. Okay, he was in Green Lantern. What? Mm-hmm. Sinestro. He's probably. He was Sinestro. Yeah, he's the bad guy. Zero Dark Thirty. He was George. <laughs> uh, Kick Ass. He was Frank De- D'Amico. He was the bad guy. That's where it was. Yeah, yep. Kick Ass um, was the big one. Dude, he's in fucking everything, dude. He's uh, let's see. Tinker Taylor, Soldier Spy. He was in Sherlock Holmes, Lord Henry Blackwood. He was in. Pro- he was in all kinds of shit. Props anyway, to IMDb. The- I think I'm just gonna put them in the description too. Yeah, no shit, dude. Uh, you and I will have to work on that down the road. I think we should do a link dump. Yeah. Where um everything we talk about we have a link. Um, not gonna happen for a few podcasts. Probably at least another ten or twenty until we actually have listeners. Um, once we do that, I'll, I'll, I'll try and helm that um, yeah, man. the link dump shit. Um, anyway, Mark strong, he's brilliant. He's so good in this. Um, Shazam has this whole thing where there's like seven thrones, seven people. They hold the power mm-hmm. of King Solomon or whatever. And then, um, the villain, he gets the seven deadly sins, which is the mirror of, the Solomon powers. Mm-hmm. Awesome. The character design is really cool. They do some really neat shit with his powers. It's very, very exciting. It's super compelling and it's different. It feels different. Um, so the actor's really good. The CGI is pretty solid too. I mean, there's a couple of moments, but for the most part, it's amazing. Um, the movie's actually a lot darker than you would think. It's a lot darker. Um, they open up on a huge car crash, which is actually pretty brutal. Um, yeah, it's really, it's really, really good. Um, you get to a point in this movie where you're not sure if it's supposed to be a comedy or if it's supposed to be scary, Mm -hmm. which I think really helps it. They somehow carry both tones. Perfect. Okay. The scary stuff and the evil stuff is actually evil and dark and creepy. I jumped like twice. I had two jump scares that actually hit me. And there were three or four like comedic scenes or action scenes where I almost jumped out of my chair and threw my hands up in the air going, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like my mom and I were like literally doing like the comic book thing where like I grabbed her shoulder and shook her because it was so goddamn funny. Mm-hmm. So um, it kind of had like the feeling of uh, you, you don't have to take my opinion for it if you think so, <laughs> um, like the '84 Supergirl, where it was like had some humor in it, but there was a really it went dark at the end. I don't know if you remember that. 
I would love to give you that. I haven't seen that movie. No. Uh, in I was probably ten. <laughs> I, and it wasn't good, so I didn't. No, it, it's not a great movie, but it, it's. I mean, you'd probably like it better than the show. If I had to say, I would say this movie has. It feels like Spider-Man: Homecoming, mm-hmm. mixed with, uh, Batman Begins. Okay. That's what it feels like. It because the dark moments are really dark and scary, and the light moments are very light and fun. Okay. Um, it's set in Philadelphia. That's fun. Uh, a lot of iconic imagery, like from the city and like locations. Dude, a lot of practical stuff happens. And there is so many moments in this movie where the director, you could tell, it was either the director or the writer, it had to be the director, were doing huge middle finger fuck yous to the DCEU. <laughs> and it's absolutely brilliant. Because um, they literally almost lifted a scene from Man of Steel where they're like flying through the air and the guy punches him and then punches him into a building. Okay. And it looks just like Man of Steel. I'm not kidding. It looks exactly the same. Then we cut to a kid playing with like two fucking toys, smashing Zod and Superman, or it might be Batman and Superman or Zod and Superman, banging them together, just banging (laughs) them together. And then the superheroes outside the window bang together and the kid just drops the toys. Okay. And we're done. No more bullshit. No more CGI bullshit. No more nothing. It's all character-driven, dude. It's all character-driven. Billy Batson, the main character, has an actual arc, which is awesome. Uh, the foster kid stuff works. The child actors are actually good, which, let me tell you, again, child actors are hard to find. Like, good ones. Mm-hmm. They are very, very hard to find. They nailed it. Um, it gets a little bogged down because every character has to have, like, a thing going on. But it does pay off at the end of the movie, so I'm okay with it. And it opens up for a sequel. And I am going to ruin a uh, after-credit moment. Oh, so they do um, an after-credit moment here. Okay. Su- Superman shows up. But it's not Superman. I heard about this. Um, it's, we'll uh, it's Superman, I, but it's not I need to. I need to actor. check. I, I yeah, I need to check the va- the validity of this. Um, I don't want to ruin why he's there mm-hmm. because it's really funny. Um, so Superman shows up in the Superman suit. Okay. Right. Th- this iteration of Superman, the right. Henry Cavill iteration, he shows up. They do not show his face. Right. They only show the suit. The rumor is that Henry Cavill actually showed up, put the suit on, and did the scene. The director said, no, cut his face out. Okay. So this, this, no, it's not. I think as a director. I mean, as the director, he doesn't want to, as a continuation to like Justice League and Batman v Superman. Superman I'm emphatically pointing at you right now. And the audience can't say, because you, sir, are 100% on point. Of course. Like, I could totally see that. But it's just weird that they would even have him show up. The director should have just went, no, we don't need Superman to show up. 
but but why say that as a director why do that no just tell tell the studio yeah we're gonna shoot it and you shoot it the right way where you right. see him and everything and then in post you go no fuck fuck these people no no <laughs> edit him out get fucking push in scale it up get his fucking face out of here and you the, know why the director for that though the director for shazam he's mostly known for horror stuff right Fine, sure, yeah, so. and, and trust me, that would make sense because the dark stuff is dark, yeah, and it's good. It's really, I would honestly say, um, a kid under ten, don't take him. There's some gnarly shit going on. Okay, there's some, there's some pretty gnarly shit. Um, but I mean, it's not like RoboCop stuff. So if you're okay with your kid having like a moment, you'll mm-hmm. be all right. It'll be all right. Uh, there's not a, like a blood and gore, but there is like. I mean, there's yeah. people getting their heads I mean, bitten off. My kids have watched Stranger Things, so I mean, you'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, so they'll be fine. But I, but I would say vet. This is a movie that you should vet first, right? Um, and you won't be disappointed because it's good. So then you can go the second time with your kids, and it'll be fine. Yeah. Um, that's if we go. If I get to even get to yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. theater for it, because yeah. DC movies we usually don't end up getting into the theater. Go, for, so. go, dude. I'm sorry if you can if you can if you can hide away and go get I an think, hour. The, see it. the last one I, I, we actually saw in theaters was Wonder Woman. Ooh, okay, that's all right. And that's you know, it's whatever. I, I don't know. I don't, we didn't no, take this, the kids to see that though. This is a hundred percent the best DC movie I've ever seen. Yeah, uh, since probably Man of Dark Steel Knight Rises. Okay, probably Dark Knight Rises. I mean, fuck you. Man no, since Man of Steel came out. Oh, that's what I'm saying. In yeah, this okay, series okay. of DC yeah, 100%, movies. Yeah, hundred percent, and this has nothing to do with their universe. Right, hundred percent. They make a couple of jokes and they show off like characters and mm-hmm. and toys and make references and shit. Yeah, it's... but I feel like that that was all stuff that was probably already in the movie when they thought they were going to be part of. Which can I say? I don't know if they left it in the movie, but it was in the fucking trailer and annoyed me. When he threw the Batman when doll. When he throws the Batman doll, I'm like, why are there toys of a vigilante him, superhero? In your universe, you know, they wouldn't have toys. He's not. It goes back to the Arrowverse thing where fucking Flash has all these damn toys. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, come on, guys. No, it's you're just trying to market your goddamn toys. So we buy them. It's like we we see what you're doing, you fucks. Because that same damn Batman that he throws at him in the damn trailer that I saw. I've seen it in stores and I've been tempted to buy it. Oh my god! <laughs> You're what's wrong. You're what's wrong. It's so, um, but they're they're so big. I, if I was gonna but, buy any toy that big, I would have bought yeah. the big Ninja Turtle one. But anyway, uh, you could. You, I, I I would argue as a viewer who kind of understands how that shit works. Yeah. Uh, you can tell that shit got all its shot while they were still trying to put this into their universe. universe yeah. You can tell this director said, "No, go fuck yourself." So I've even I've even heard rumors. He said, "No, we made a movie that will stand by itself. It will stand the test of time." Mm-hmm. No, because he said, uh, and I would argue, I don't know if he actually said it, but this is this is me absolutely projecting. The reason why he cut Henry Cavill's fucking face off of that suit, because Superman showed up, not Henry Cavill Superman, Superman, right? Just a version of Superman. Yep. So and now later this movie down will the never road, be dated. They can always... It will never be dated. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the suit will date it, but at the end of the day, it's Superman. Who right. cares? So I think he did a great job in doing that. But they also but left tra- it open, too. So if they ever change out Who Superman no. and want to put him in there, 
you know. Oh yeah, yeah. I later down the road, no, no, no. They wanted no. to bring him back into the universe. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. But if, if this would have been like the first time I think another Shazam movie, and then they wanted like Superman to do like a fucking talk to the kid or some shit, you know. I'm not gonna lie. I would have liked a deleted scene, not in the movie. I would have loved a deleted scene where Superman showed up and goes, "I heard about this. I came to help you." He goes, "Nope, I got it taken <laughs> care of." That would have been awesome. Right. That would have been great. And then he just leaves. Yeah. He's like, "You sure you got this handled?" Yeah. I remember there's a bunch of animations okay, with um where Superman gets pissed off because uh, Batman is helping Shazam yeah. out. And then they find out he's a kid and Batman well, knew the whole time. <laughs> they get it so was pissed. In, it, I can't remember what movie it was. It might've been, I don't know if it was a movie or if it was one of the TV shows. I think it was one of the cartoons. TV shows. I think so too. They all find out about it. I think it was young justice. They wanted to kick him out because he was a kid, and Batman said, no, this is bullshit. Right. And they wanted to kick him out of the meeting about talking about kicking him out. And yeah. he goes, no, he's been a member of the Justice League. He is still a member of the Justice League until we remove him. Right. Just because he's a child means nothing. He has saved us on multiple occasions. He is a hero. Mm-hmm. And, then, and, and uh, a lot of them, too, don't didn't understand because unlike them, Batman was also, like, Kind of like that as a kid. He he got yep. into his groove then, you know. Well, he, and, and I think Wonder Woman even brings that up. It's like, yeah, we're going to take the opinion from a guy who weaponizes 15-year-old boys as a sidekick. Right. It's like, yeah, I get I, You know, I totally get it. But see, but that's why But that's why that's good writing. But Batman there always is, took in people that didn't have families. Didn't matter. So, I mean, you're still and taking they're in try, the kid. They always try to go at Batman for that shit. Like, you're, you're utilizing these kids and, you know, how many Robins have been killed, you know. I think I mean, like only one, right? Only one to actual be Robin. Jason Todd, yeah, technically, in a way, kind of. Um, right. <laughs> granted, it is still bad. I mean, they're not wrong, but at the yeah. same time, you ha- you do have the issue of like, well, I did it, like whatever. And then anyway, none of them live in Gotham, though, so they don't know exactly. Fuck them all. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I, dude, the 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 balance of comedy and uh, horror. Mm-hmm. In this and horror is a big deal because the the villain's powers coming from the seven deadly sins yeah. really does play a very poignant uh, uh, weight in the movie. It's uh, it's really well done. The acting's solid. Hundred um, percent. This might be the best. De- Honestly, I would say it's probably the most memorable comic book movie for me since. I mean, Infinity War is good, but if I have to go off a standalone, probably since Civil War, okay. uh, Captain America: Civil War for me. Yeah. Um, this movie is fucking phenomenal, dude. I'm I'm gonna buy it on 4K. I think it's great. I want to go see it in theaters again. Um, the acting's absolutely absurd. The imagery mm-hmm. is going to be, it's going to be so memorable. The scene in the trailer, I'm sad it was in the trailer. Um. That scene where he runs and he jumps off the building and yells Shazam. Oh, yeah. And changes he jumps the off the roof and changes. Dude, it's so good. The movie builds it up so good. Yeah. You're just like, oh, my God. I just I wanted to I wanted to cream my fucking pants the whole way through. It was amazing. I just wanted to yell Shazam and fucking break my zipper with my heart on. It was <laughs> absolutely incredible. Um, Yeah, go see it, dude. Seriously. Yeah. I, I don't want to talk about it too much. I want you to right. see it first. Um, I think it's I think it's really good. If um, yeah, if you guys really think that Aquaman's a good movie, uh, you're fucking stupid. Go see a real good movie and go see uh, go see Shazam. That shit that shit is going to be 
Um, that's going on my top ten list next year. Hundred okay. percent. Probably in the top five of my top, top ten five. list for comic book movies next year. Because pretty much comic book movies comes out so so fast. You and I They're could probably do a top ten every year. Oh yeah. We could do a top ten every year. Um, um, yeah, Shazam is fucking phenomenal. Go see it. Buy it. Don't fuck around. Just go see it. So, with that said, I should do my reveal right now. Then, of, of, well, not my, not my review, my reveal. <gasps> okay, okay, here we go. Let me, let me. And this one, we're gonna really get to hear John. Like, yeah. If Nick was here, this would be even better because then I'd be getting it from both ends. Yeah, like you I like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, get that. Deep. All right, so at the end of the last episode, I left everybody hanging. Uh, I was telling John that I have a movie um, that I know he won't like. I'm that so I like that my wife has only watched once all the way so through. Hard. Okay. And every time I turn it on, she walks out of the room or like le- literally leaves the house. So this is a movie that I, I guarantee if I got her on mic and uh, on mic, yeah, uh, her yeah, on uh, her on the mic and John, um, they could both rip into me hard. She has so Ooh, many reasons why so she hard. doesn't like it. Um, and a lot of them are probably the same as John, even though John will go more into creative differences i'm gonna um, bend him over way hard so <laughs> with that being said john oh god i'm preparing and, and, and now mind. and now i'm not saying this is a favorite movie of mine i just let me, let me to, take a drink to me drink. to me i like to watch it i like watching the movie um for some reason it does something for me i don't know you don't have to justify well I, okay go yeah, ahead i'm and just justifying the audience because yeah. it's not gonna just be me i'm no. sure and you're so, projecting right now. You don't know that I might hate this. I could maybe be on the same page. All right. I don't know. So the name of the movie is. <laughs> Here we go. Dun, 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 dun. And I'm going to say the whole name of the movie. Oh, God. <sighs> Batman vs. Superman Dawn of Justice. <sighs> okay. Why? <laughs> Why? Just tell me why. Just tell you why. Tell me all the No, seriously, I'm so, about to allot you about thirty <laughs> minutes. Go nuts. I'm gonna keep my I'm gonna keep my Now I'm not saying it's myself. the best movie because I have no. a lot of complaints. Don't to qualify it too. Michael. So, Michael the Michael I like the Michael <laughs> Michael Michael <laughs> Do not qualify. You just said to everyone All right. that you love this movie. No, I said I like the movie. Okay, you like the movie and I now, watch it a lot. Now, do not, because, oh boy, <laughs> go ahead. You need to tell me why and be very specific. And I will, and I will sit here and I will bite my tongue. <laughs> I will, I will, I will, I, I'll try not to cry. And I will, I will, I will do my best to just sit back. And take it. You just you okay. tell me why. I want to hear. Okay, I'm just gonna sit back. I'm now. just waiting for John to like blow. I want to cry. I'll do not <laughs> blow you so hard. <laughs> go go. Okay, please. So um, please tell me why. One one thing I I love about this movie, and it's a lot of the reasons I love watching the movie, is just for Batman. 
Yes. To, to me, if if you could take all the Batman stuff from this movie and just put it together, I'm sure somebody has on on YouTube. Yeah. But that is like one of the best things about the movie for me, and that's one of the reasons I've watched the movie so many times. Um, just to watch Batman in the end, like brawl scene that he has saving Superman's uh, mommy, like that scene right there. It like I heard Martha. a lot of. Yeah, uh, we'll talk about that part. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that that scene right there, it it. It pissed me off when people said, "Oh, this is like kick-ass," you know, with um, uh, the one Get the fucking fuck fucking no. uh, dad dude that uh, Nicholas Nicholas Cage, Cage played. Yeah, they're like, "Oh, they just took that from Kick-Ass." I'm like, "No, Batman fuck is you. this badass, no dude!" Like, they this... took that shit from Batman, right? Like, this he is looks how... like Batman. <laughs> fuck off. Okay, anyway, this yeah. is how badass Batman can be in a movie if he's done right. Like, I want to say, I want to say, I did preface the fact that I said there are very, very good things about this movie. Okay, there are just um, there, there is a lot of fucked up shit about. Yeah, this there movie, is though. a lot of stuff that's just, eh. but um, as far as as that fight scene goes, I love it. It, it gets down yeah. and gritty. Um, and the only way I've seen this movie is the yeah. extended cut, so it's always three hours and something for me. Yeah, yeah. I've never watched the theatrical version, which yeah. I. I feel if I watched that, it would probably be worse for me because they'd cut a lot of shit out. No, no they the, don't. The, the only stuff they added was all the Amy Adams bullet shit, okay. which that should have all been cut from the movie 100% anyway. Okay. So that didn't um, matter. So, so no, yeah, so no. I've only seen the extended cut and and the rated yeah. R. It changed. It, rated it just R made version. it. It just made it made it longer and it actually ruins the movie. Okay. Um, because. I said I'd shut up, I, but come <laughs> yeah, on. We all, knew I, um, we all knew I wasn't. No, because the, the Batman fight, uh, the only thing I didn't like about it is that they were putting blood splatter everywhere. I didn't like the fact that he was now, actually. Now, did they do that in the theatrical one or the. No, no. Okay. They took that out. That was just um, in the rated R version. Yeah, that okay, was a problem. That's all I've seen is just that that one. Because there. I was trying to give myself the suspension of disbelief that maybe okay, he's only kind of giving him skull damage. He's not no, actually he killing literally them. like beats the shit out. Like no, they're a, fucking these guys up. I'm like yeah, like he hit a dude with like a fucking huge barrel or right. something, like a big box, and I'm like, I mean, I'm gonna tell myself he's not dead. Like maybe he's just unconscious. Like it's fine because <laughs> it was so cool. Oh, and but I you go, liked it when Green Arrow killed people. No, I didn't. You didn't like no, Green I didn't. Arrow kill people. Okay. No, no, right. never. Um, I never did. I never liked that. So I even said that's a problem with the show is okay. that they fucking bitch about that and then they still kill people. Anyway. Okay. Anyway, um, the, I'm with the, you though. And so far, I'm with you. That, so that far, fight I'm with scene you. was dope. Um, it's the I best. Love... It's the first time I saw Batman on screen. Yeah. In my opinion, fighting. Okay. Um, anyway. I did like his suit in that movie. It was very Bro, comic yeah. booky. Um, and I'm not Hell talking yeah. about the stupid one he put on the uh, fight, um, Superman, the the armored oh, one. I did not like that. that one. That one that was, gay. was like a bulky Iron Man suit. Um, like I get it. It was from the. It's from, Did you ever see the animated movie that it was based on? Um, which first year? I think. Mm, I think it's Batman first, first year. year. No, I have not watched that one. Um, if you get bored, YouTube the fight with him. And Superman, because Green Arrow like shows up at the end, and it's pretty awesome. Okay, and he's in the suit. That's really really cool. Um, the suit he has, fucking amazing. I love it. Right. And the and like the fact that like you see the sparks and shit coming off of his cowl when they like knife his neck and shit. It's like yeah, of course his fucking helmet would be Kevlar. <laughs> like it's so cool. It's fucking awesome. Like when he's like 
blocking knives yeah. and punching people and they like do like an overhead shot. Dude, seriously, that's the best scene in the movie. It's the best scene in the movie. Right. I don't like that he kills some people, but eh, cut a couple of those moments out. It's fine. Yeah. That fucking fight is phenomenal. It's the first time I saw the animated 90s Batman on screen. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. Um, sorry. So the the bat, totally the bat suit, the, the gray and black yeah. was awesome. Super tight. Um, it it, it was perfect. Was awesome. Like... Like if this movie did anything great, it was fucking Batman. Like yeah, and Alfred wasn't shitty. Alfred was kind of cool. Oh yeah, and I love the actor that they got to do Alfred. Jeremy um, Irons, baby. They made it to where Alfred was actually able to keep up with stuff. Yeah. Like as a, a former military guy, that's what you yeah. want to see. You don't want to see like in the nineties. They're doing it the best in Gotham, but yeah, um, yeah. Jeremy Irons is awesome. He's great. He's fantastic. Should have came back as Scar and Lion King. Anyway, next movie. <laughs> right. I I was confused by this part. I wasn't sure if it was a dream or like a premonition he was having when he was in like the desert of uh with a uh, uh, apocalypse, I believe. Yeah, bad. It's bad storytelling. Yeah. So um, you couldn't I figure think, that I th- part out. But I loved the desert storm bat suit that they gave him. Um, yeah. Again, another fucking Batman thing. <laughs> but uh, the Desert Storm again, thing was was dope in there. Um, and then I love watching that scene, too, because I think they might have given that part of that away in, like, a teaser or some shit. Yeah, they um, did. Yeah. But I thought it was a pretty cool pretty cool take on it. Um, and then they did the uh, another Batman fact. <laughs> they did the um, intro to Batman um, as a kid. They did the uh, the parent death scene again. Um, and oh God, I hate I, that. I, I, I was on the fence about it, but I was like, they I actually they did, they did a very they good job of like, okay, we're introducing a new Batman. We might as well do a quick backstory. But they no. didn't spend hours on it, you know. They spent like five minutes maybe. Nobody spends that much time on it. It's always five minutes. Yeah. I don't need to see it again. It's um, the Uncle Ben of right. Batman. Also... Also, unless it was a payoff for another movie, which I want a Flashpoint movie, because Jeffrey Dean Morgan, I want him to mm. show up as Batman in Flashpoint. That's why that would yeah, be that the would only be awesome. reason why I thought they brought those two actors in. Because aside from the fact that Jeffrey Dean Morgan is fucking incredible, mm. and um, what's her face, Lauren Cohan, who's not only sexy as hell, but she's a good actress, I would absolutely watch a flashpoint movie where she's the Joker and he is the Batman. Yeah. I would watch the fuck out of that. It would be great. So now, that's the only thing that you can maybe get from that. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, if they do not pay that off, it's a fucking waste of time. Right. But yes, I got you Um, with that movie too. Now it was depressing stuff to do, but I got where they were coming from doing like the real world type of uh, ramifications in the, the movie were kind of yeah. cool. Um, yeah. Just because I love the in, opening. Yeah, the opening was great where they show uh another one, Bruce Wayne <laughs> yeah. running in. in. Yeah, coming in. He's like trying to get there. Um they gave uh, a decent um story arc for him to get mad. Of course it was like one fucking worker. <laughs> but they gave him a reason as to why he doesn't already like Superman because of the destruction of Metropolis. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I really like the whole real world ramifications and not just with the intro, but like 
where they get Superman into the courtroom and blow the fucking place up. It's like, yeah, there's a lot. It's brutal. It's, it's brutal, but there's, it's a lot of, here we go. We're, we're diving into this real shit. We're not just showing yeah. you a bunch of superheroes flying around in capes, you know? Um, again, I would argue that was what they did wrong in man of steel though. <laughs> <It's>, mm. <laughs> um, and then you've already said it, Jeffrey Dean Morgan as Thomas Wayne, like it's awesome, especially if they end up doing a flashpoint. Yeah. Which yep, dude, we'll talk phenomenal. about that in next. Um the I did like the little stupid scenes that they did just to show off the different Justice League members, but I don't think it helped for the movie. I just thought it was kind of cool as like a here's you here you go, show them off, whatever. But for the I'm movie my head. for the movie, I don't feel that it was needed um to make that movie anything. It was just one of those like fan things. That's horseshit, dude. They showed up. They showed fucking Flash. Yeah. They're going to introduce Flash. Go ahead and introduce the other characters. But don't do it in a fucking email. God damn, dude. That's so dumb. It's right. Fucking, okay, anyway. Yeah, because they do show Flash right after he has that. Like, yeah, it's fucking dumb. Just keep going. Thing. No, keep going because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> to gonna do this. this you're, you're insane. Keep going. Oh, man. Um, Cut that because I'm mean. <laughs> the the visuals in it too uh get me yes every time well, but i mean it's, um, it's Zack snyder dude the guy yeah. can make a beautiful movie sucker punch is fucking gorgeous oh yeah but what a shit movie dude it's, it's terrible I, anyway i did like the fact though that they did not try to fucking push green lantern into this movie yeah like i heard you. they were going to um thank I'm you glad they didn't do that Ugh. and they uh, should have done that with shazam that would have been cool that would have been interesting. That would have been cool. It have been came out of nowhere. He'd been kind of an alien. It's like yeah. we're already talking about like deadly sin. Anyway, I'm And sorry. then I'm a lot of the stuff, shit. though, that they did within Batman v Superman was they, they tried to throw in a lot of fan shit in there for Batman's side anyways. With Superman, you really don't see a whole lot. But with Batman, you got to see like the, uh, the killing joke suit from uh, Robin and all that. That was mm-hmm. interesting, but it wasn't like here's here's what made it um, and you said you saw the extended version right? yes i've seen the extended version yeah i would argue fan service is too much for superman but anyway go ahead um let's see here i'm trying to think of other things no, keep going <laughs> keep going baby keep um, going. again um it's all fucking batman though that's the thing is they they yeah, tried to they tried to um and they do... they mishandled batman so yeah. they're insane no, so that's fine. I liked it. I liked Batman. It's good. So when, okay, but um, as no, far as I did not like the uh, Jesse Eisenberg as uh, as nobody uh, did. Lex Luthor. Nobody did. Anybody? Like, he was so yeah. cheesy in it, and um, I actually made the argument where uh, with him, he might have made a good Joker. I can see. He that. actually, he actually might have made a better Scarecrow. I might have actually taken a scarecrow yeah. over over that because he went for like like weird sadistic like overly like right where Lex Luthor is more like he's put together. He's smart. And like yeah, Mark Strong, dude. I'm telling you, a fucking hashtag Mark Strong for Lex Luthor, but it's <laughs> over now because he's in that other movie. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, this is so difficult for me. I am doing, I'm doing so much to be your friend right now. <laughs> you and EJ would eat me alive right now. Ugh. You would eat me alive, cause this is absurd. 
Yeah, this is Keep one going. movie that me and EJ um, get along with, especially. No, I get it. No, I just, get uh, it. I People like make that mistakes. It, it was. Oh, fuck you. It, it just <laughs> did something. It, it did something different, dude. Like, did it though? It did. It like, stole. It stole everything uh, from everybody. It stole tropes all the time. But from every their movie own does. Movies. Every movie from their own them. movies. Yeah. yeah, that's not a justification. Anyway, keep going. No, it's fine. Um, keep going. Keep going. <laughs> We're not done here. Keep going. I already went in on uh, Jeremy Irons. I thought he was a great Alfred. Yes, um, I absolutely He's perfect agree. for it. Uh, butter, what was it? Butter, Butterfinger Butter Bar or something? Yeah. That shit was funny. When he I, was like doing the modulator, that was, that was adorable. I think, um, uh, is it the, uh, what is her name? Holly Hunter? The Senator? Oh yeah, who cares? The, um, the piss, the piss jar, the piss jar, the Granny's stupid. piss jar thing. I thought that was a a creative thing to throw into a movie that's such a high high level of tone to it. Like, how it, is it creative? <sighs> how is that? How is that creative? Not, you're okay, just saying not creative. it. You're just saying it. You're just saying it. It's Why? Not, okay. How is it creative? Not how? creative. How? It was just. I don't, I don't know I'm crossing my arms it. right now. I feel bad. <laughs> We're podcasting. I'm crying. I'm trying to be quiet. This is so hard. I really <sighs> keep going. I, I like, I'm all about Batman. I'm totally yes. with you with Batman, but I also have a problem with the Batman stuff because it was so good that it makes me mad. If that makes sense. But anyway, because the rest of going. it wasn't so good. Um, um, yeah, I'm not going to say why. I think that, um, they, 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 Oh, they really fucked up Superman, period, in the whole series. Yeah. Because the only time you really see He's not Superman, Superman. He's not Superman. You know, the only time you ever actually really see him smile was in Justice League. That's when you finally start to get a little bit of glimpse of And he has of, a okay, fake face. Superman. And his face is fake. Yeah. Um, I, I just, I, like I always say, like, nobody's ever, like, I don't understand this weird, this weird obsession with Superman. Uh-huh. The whole point is that he is Clark Kent. Christopher Reeves is iconic because he did Clark so well. And Lois and Clark is a good show, even though it's campy and shitty, Mm -hmm. because we got to see their relationship and then he became Superman or did Superman stuff. So I'm just, I don't know. These movies never give you an opportunity to like Superman on a human level. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's it's unbearable. The whole point of Superman is that he is a guy who can't. I mean, you got to go into it going. I know, I know. My audio will still work. It's fine. Um, he's going into it like he's Superman. Like he can't be killed. He can't. Nothing can happen to him. Right. So the whole point of him is the com- the compelling idea that he can't. He wants to be good no matter what, and. Mm. But he also has to keep his identity a secret, even to the disparaging of his own uh, personality and, like, the way he comes across to people. Right. We never delve into any of that. And it's really pathetic. And it's sad. It's bad storytelling. And it's a, and it's honestly a disservice to Superman as a character, which, again, Shazam jumps into. Shazam. Which, that's why Shazam's better. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, I'm trying so hard. I'm trying so hard. No, I, really, I, I, I agree I with all of the, the Superman stuff, man. Like, I, no time in the DCEU have I felt that the 
it's Superman. It's well, and, it's and we lost his dad, and we lost his dad in Man of Steel. It's like, right? Are you are you fucking kidding me? His dad's like a linchpin. His mom and dad are like the linchpin of his character. Yeah, it's what humanizes. It literally almost humanizes him. And, and he just dies? Why? Why? He didn't have to. He didn't have to. You could have saved. Fuck, it's so stupid. Okay. That's where uh, it, it comes to, you know, they wanted uh, to give him a reason as to why he becomes however, you know, so moody uh, or some shit. Okay. Got you. <laughs> I'm so mad, dude. I'm like, ah, uh, okay, keep going. Keep going. Oh, man. Tell me why this is good. Tell me why this is good. It's, be excited. I need you to be excited. Like, let's go i don't believe you yet <laughs> i don't believe you the batman shit i'm totally I like with it. you, 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 I'm you totally don't believe me you. that i like it that's all i'm yeah, saying I is don't. That i like it i'm not trying to change anyone's minds here as to why they should go see this movie watch a movie or anything like that the, oh okay the whole your point... x-men origins wolverine me no okay yeah that's, no yeah, like yeah, i am yeah. like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's just i no i totally are, feel because so far i'm like, like kind of with you so with some moments it's um, and, and I already brought up the visuals, but the one visual that is always stuck into my head, and granted, it's it it takes you out of the moment because it's like okay, they're on Superman, but it, it the 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 tone of the scene doesn't feel Superman y, but it looks beautiful. Is when um he is rescuing somebody in Juarez, Mexico. Oh, uh, the the um, and day of the dead have, thing. Yeah, the day of the dead thing, and, and like all the people him. are reaching out to him like he's a god and stuff. And but like his face, like in a normal Superman movie, he'd be smiling about it, you know. In in this one, he's just like looks so fucking sad that he just saved these people's lives. One, it's like what is wrong? I'm shaking my head again. <laughs> I'm shaking my head again. But no, the the imagery like. Like you said, it's spot on, dude. Like, I, I really, I kind of wish I would have gotten to see Zack Snyder's complete um, vision of Justice League just to see what it would have been like. There are rumors that there is a cut coming. Is there? Yeah. Because I know they reshot a lot of stuff, and that's what I we would, got. I would be willing to say it might be better um, just because it'll at least not have tone issues. Mm-hmm. I I don't necessarily think it's going to make the movie better. It's going to make it more watchable, right. maybe. But yeah, okay. Anything yeah. else? What else you got? Um, what else you got? Another Keep Batman one, dude. Another Batman one. When they first int- I, I think it's when they first introduced Batman. Um, and, and they're in Gotham, and the police are there, and they start like shooting at him because mm-hmm. they see him up in there. Oh my god, that was mm-hmm. like. I was just like having a wet dream when I saw that scene. Yeah, and <laughs> the I'm branding like, That's shit. Perfect. Yeah, and then he started doing branding, which I was like, I didn't really I'm like s- the branding, eh. but but at the same time, I was like, okay, we're gonna go a little bit different. We're gonna go a little darker. I can. I get uh, it too because I can he's live with it. The the nice thing they did with this is they made it so he one he's an older Bruce Wayne. He's been doing this yeah. shit for twenty. He's years. dark and he's jaded. He's yeah. jaded. Where in, like, the comics and stuff, he's already kind of, like, retired and had other people doing shit, and he's been the Alfred. In this one, he's been doing it for over 20 yeah. years, and you expect him to to change up some shit. The imagery in his introduction is awesome. I actually have an edit where I took um, some Suicide Squad stuff uh-huh. and put it in. I think you'll like that better. I'll, I'll send it to you. Okay. 
keep going. <laughs> it's really. Dude, uh, it's can I say brutal. something real quick though on Suicide Squad? I thought it was yeah. shit. I just okay, thought it cool. was shit. So we can be friends again. Okay, we're still friends. <laughs> Let's keep I, going. I still watch it though. <laughs> Oh, yeah. No, like, for real, dude. Like, sometimes I watch shitty stuff just to, like, laugh at it or go. And and let's be fair. There is no way you can do two hours of a movie or an hour and a half of a movie and not do at least, like, 20 minutes right or 30 mm. minutes right. There is good shit in every bad movie. I don't care what anybody says because it's just how it is. That's usually how a movie starts. You right. have a really fucking great idea, and then shit just kind of falls off the rails. Right. That being said, <laughs> keep continue. Okay, and um, it's a <sighs> it's another one where, of course, Batman's in the scene. There's really not many things in this fucking movie that I could a hundred percent watch it if Batman wasn't in it. I, <laughs> um, I agree. I agree. I agree. And and as much shit as people gave Affleck for like fucking Batman, bullshit, dude. He's the best. He's like he's really great at this role. I'm. I, he got a terrible script, and I always said when they announced fucking Zack Snyder, visionary director, dude. If you're putting if you're putting the word visionary in front of you, you're a fucking pretentious prick who does not deserve to be a filmmaker. That dude, Zack Snyder, in every fucking interview, literally has his nose up in the air. He literally talks like this. Well, I thought about a thing. And my nose is in the air, and I'm a cunt. Anyway, keep going. Yeah. I, I um, fuck. I hate him. Anyway. So the the the, the fact that they went through uh, and they did a lot of the, they put a lot of inspiration in the movie from like the Dark Knight Returns series. Sure. Um, which is where like the armor comes from and shit like that. I mean, maybe. But yeah. all the sweet um, sweet like kryptonite weapons that he ended up making, like the gas and shit. I thought that was pretty cool because in the comics, Batman is always prepared to go against Superman no matter what. He's always carrying oh, yeah, Kryptonite dude, with um, him. Um, Justice League uh, Doom might be the best yeah. animated DC movie ever made where uh, Batman essentially had a contingency plan for everyone in the Justice yep, League. Yep. And uh, yeah, and it was the best. They were like, well, you didn't have one for you. And it goes... Uh, I have you. Yeah, it's called the it's called the Justice League. Right. So it's like if you guys bam. can't take me down. <laughs> I was like fucking fucking Batman. I'll always say it. Batman is a bad bitch. Right. He's dude. He's so baller. Anyway. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. Uh, the the fight scene where him and Superman finally go at it in the alley. Um. It, it's not the best. It, I I won't say it's the best, but it was just fun to see the kryptonite weapons actually being used rather than like. What we saw in Superman Returns, where the Kryptonite Island was built, <laughs> yeah. and like then they beat the shit out of Superman on the island there. Yeah, like seeing you actually Ku got to see someone using their brain to actually fight Superman. Yeah, seeing seeing Kumar fucking kicking Superman on an island yeah. was not great. And uh, it wasn't great. And what gets me though in the movie is, um, Lex Luthor's. Uh, uh, Jesse Eisenberg's character Lex Luthor, oh, fucking God. he. Uh, and this is what is something, with this isn't something I like. It's just the thing that confused me was okay, he wants to be able to fight Superman, but he lets Batman take the Krypton. Why didn't he make better weapons than Batman? Like you tell me, why didn't me, he make the suit? Why didn't he make right. the suit? We didn't need Doomsday. He could have made the suit. That yeah. would have been awesome. 
Yeah, that if he been really way wants better. to take these two out, I get trying to get them to fight each other, blah, blah, blah. But it, it's still not, like, the best But bother way. them and make the suit while they fuck each other up. Yeah. Make the suit. Make that way the you suit. can take whoever's left out. Because eventually one's going to be left. So apparently he had his money on Batman was going to be left. <laughs> Dude, I'm dying right now. Keep going. Keep going. Um, Please finish. Please finish. All right. That, that, that's it for right now, dude. That's it. Is that really all? Like, what no, about I the mean, ending, though? Like, what about um, the ending? The ending with Superman's death, I... Shouldn't have been uh, revealed at the end with the dirt coming up. Right. Yeah, me neither. It, it, it shouldn't have done. They shouldn't have done that. But I did like. I the also fact wouldn't that have killed him. Actually, why kill him? him? There's no reason to kill him. And, why and did the, we even introduce Wonder Woman? Who the cares? funny we thing is, though, they him. actually go back and retcon that shit with Justice League because Superman didn't just fucking come out the grave. Now they have to figure out to get him alive. Anyway. Yeah, but that movie's so fucking good. It is. It's so great. All right, can I lose my mind now? Which which Am I movie allowed? are you talking about? Oh, you mean the one that you just talked about? Oh, and before myself? I before I go off of this topic, you said something earlier. Mm, am I gonna cry? About um, about uh, blah 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 blah. I oh yes, I remember the blah 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 blah. Dude, shit. Um. Wayne, 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 Wayne. Bruce Wayne? No, his daddy. Uh, oh, Thomas, Thomas Wayne, Thomas Jeffrey Wayne. Dean Morgan. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yeah, you said something about um, it would Who's be cool sexy as fuck to see them do a flashpoint, do a flashpoint movie, point, which they are doing a flashpoint movie now. That has always been the rumor, and I was like, I refuse to believe that you're going to get someone like Lauren Cohan and Jeffrey Dean Morgan to play these characters, right? And and introduce the Flash within five years and not make that movie. That'd be absurd. I don't care if that movie's good or not. Like, what could you just make the movie be a one-off movie? And you have Jason Momoa, so we could do that. It'd be great. It'd be awesome. I would love that movie. I would love that right. movie. Literally, just make the Flashpoint cartoon movie, which is like super dark. Just make Wait, that, please. Yeah, just make that live action. They already have the template Everyone. to go off of. Everyone. They have everyone to do it. Just don't make it a DCEU movie. Just make it a movie. A one. One off. A one off live action movie. It would be great. Okay. It would be fucking awesome. Um, It'd be great. But no, so the news just broke that Ezra Miller and Grant Morrison are both writing Ooh. the Flashpoint movie. Um, I mean, I'd be excited if I knew whether or not Ezra Miller was a capable writer. Um, He's a I'm not actor. sure. I'm not sure. He's a fucking actor. But um, Ezra Miller is the Flash, dude. Like, I don't know. Does he care? I'm sure he cares. He I cares. Mean, about if he didn't that. care, he would have done to about it. But uh, I'm not dude, sure. He would have left if he didn't care. If I think Morrison's written for the Flash TV show too, so okay. you have that backup. So, um, but I'm gonna my name my okay. All right. Um, I'm really upset. Okay. <laughs> I'm really upset that you brought this up. I did not see this coming. What? So that was the reveal. This was the reveal movie yes, that you were talking about. The reveal movie I was talking about. What did you think I was going to say? I, I want to hear, like, give me two or three examples of what you thought I was going to say. Just in well, case. You already, you already surprised me with Pearl Harbor. I'm not going to lie. Of liking it had, or just seeing it? 
Well, there's like something that was going to like fuck my world up. Okay. You know what I mean? To be fair, the things you said are the things I say about that movie. Okay. So actually you're not like super off base, but the fact that you, it's one of those things like as long as you like it, but you realize there is a fuck oh, yeah. ton of problems. Yeah. Like a fuck ton of it's problems. It's the same movie. reason I've still seen freaking uh, Black Panther a couple times just because yeah. I, yeah. I know there's problems in it, but I also I see just the good see stuff. It. I just want to see it. I want like, more kill I good acting. <laughs> Dude, Michael B. Jordan's a good actor. I had to watch a I watched a review of a guy who talked about Creed and mm-hmm. I'm gonna rip I'm gonna rip that fucking dude apart. Dude, pretty um, much for Black Panther, I'll tell people this. Pretty much it's I like it. It's I think it's a good movie up until they kill Claw. Yeah. I, I yeah, yeah. Once, yeah, once I, yeah. that's done, it's 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 the Lion King after that. I'm kinda with you. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, that might actually be the point where I almost like rub my hands of that mm-hmm. shit. Anyway, um Go on. Dude, dude, with Batman v Superman. <laughs> How many times do you think I've seen it? Oh, at least six. At least. I mean, I've seen it at least eight. So, with Batman v Superman, I never watched it until it came out on Blu-ray. And I bought it mm-hmm. right away. I didn't. Because mm-hmm. I was like, you know, people are saying shit about it. I don't I care. I actually saw it in theaters. I'm just going to watch it. And so we bought the extended cut yep. since we've owned it. So the first time we watched it, because Nikki can't sit still that long in the movie. I don't know how she's going to do Endgame on Sunday, but three hours. Yeah. So we watched it. It took two and a half days to watch it with her. Like, well, three days, technically three separate times sitting down to watch it for her to watch it all the way through. And then she said, we're never watching this again. Yeah. Since then, I have watched it 12 more times. <laughs> and we lost John. All right, guys, that's it for this. <laughs> Dude, look, look. Okay, here we go. Here we fucking go. <laughs> I'm going to lose my mind because I actually have an Aquaman just got added to the list. Okay, of top, like hated movies five five movies that if you actually say these are good movies not you can like them that's fine mm-hmm. the problem is is once once you say i like this movie or i love this movie you have to qualify because if you don't right give a reason why which otherwise i, I feel a, we've reiterated that point through almost every podcast yes it's just give yes. a reason why you like something and you never know what episode. And you don't have to like everything, so. Exactly, dude. Exactly. Everything is subjective, and I get that, and it's fine. But there are things that are so poorly made <laughs> that I have a list of movies that, if you give me a certain response, I know you're a fucking moron. Right. <sighs> Batman v Superman, obviously one of them. Last Jedi, one of them. Aquaman, now one of them. I've only seen Last Jedi once, so I really like I I I didn't take you'd a also, lot from it, so you'd also have to care a little about the Star the Wars original trilogy. The original trilogy. Just right. watch the original trilogy. Like you don't have to be crazy. The prequels are garbage. Literally and for kids at the end listening, of the-, the original trilogy is episode four, 
five, and six. Not one. A two, New or Hope, three. Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi. There you go. Awesome. The prequels or whatever. I liked them when I was a kid too. I get that. I grew up and go. These aren't not. These are not Star Wars movies. These are sci-fi movies with Star Wars Themes. dressing, set dressing. Yeah. Same with these new ones. Force Awakens really got me hyped. I loved it a lot. I saw it in theaters like four times. I thought this was really good. And then Last Jedi killed it. Last Jedi took everything and made my soul die. <laughs> now, now, that being said, these comic book movies are kind of the same thing. you got to remember that everybody's going in with an expectation, a a history of something. I don't know if they know mm-hmm. the cartoons or the old Michael Keaton movies or the Joel Schumacher movies like me or like all kinds of shit. Like anybody can go into these movies with an expectation and that is fine. So when I try to when I shit on a movie from an initial take, it's I always try to do it from a technical standpoint. A why is this character doing this? Why did this happen? Did we really need this? Did it really need to be two and a half hours long? Probably not. Mm-hmm. Batman v Superman failed on so many levels. This movie had hype. It had built in hype. It's Batman versus v Superman. Superman. Who's not going to go see that? Mm-hmm. Everybody's gonna go see that. I didn't go see it. <laughs> Movie sucks, dude. Um, Batman showing up and doing the cool thing. Uh, Bruce Wayne showing up and running into the thing was cool. But what? Out of context, why? Why did he do that? He can't do anything. He can't suit up. He's not gonna help anybody. It was just mm-hmm. a cool shot. It just looked. It was a cool, iconic shot. But then you undercut that cool iconic shot with him getting on a cell phone and telling a guy to say, we all need to get out. The boss says to get out of the building. You really think that happened on like nine 11 or something like the plane hit the building and everybody's like, no, 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 no. We have to send our emails. When the boss calls us and says, we need to get out of the building, then we'll leave. Mm-hmm. It's horseshit. It was fucking stupid. It was a stupid scene. It was a dumb scene. Cut it out. It's dumb. The parallel of him experiencing that scene with Man of Steel was awesome. Haven't seen that before. That was really awesome. There's mm-hmm. some YouTube videos where they actually cut that like together. Right. I did. Where I would. Oh, go on. Where I would say, put that in the movie. Right. Why didn't you do it that way? Why didn't you cut it that way? I don't need I don't need all the fucking retards in the fucking building going. We need to leave. It's like you really needed your fucking boss to go. Hey, well I know we're gonna die, mm-hmm. but Which, I'm gonna finish. But I'm gonna finish my memo because my boss didn't call me and tell me to get out of the right. building. Which I thought like, that was a, a good way of showing like the ramifications of what happens when like fucking superheroes fly in the round crashing through. Yeah, and they and ruined shit. it. And they ruined it. Yeah. You wa- you watched a good concept be ruined in the same scene. Right. So that's fine. I get it. Because in Man of cool. Steel, granted, I, I've only seen that a couple of times, but I don't remember them showing really any 
anything except for at the end when he snaps Zod's neck. And that's well, I'm glad it. that you've. I'm glad you watched it multiple times and still remember nothing. That's a sign <laughs> of a good movie. That's a sign of a great movie. No, I've probably seen I'm it like, twice, dude. Once with you, no, and once by myself. But like I, but like I said, you've seen a movie twice, more than once, and you remember nothing. That's a sign of a great movie. I remember Last the time I ending. checked. Last time I checked, that's a sign of a great movie. That's a great and, movie. You, know, you watch it twice and don't remember shit. Yeah. That's, that's a sign of a good movie. Oh, dude, I'm being so petty. I know. I'm being such a <laughs> shitty. I'm so mad. I'm I'm like. Just in case you didn't because, hear before on our other podcast, my son fell asleep when me and John took him to it. And he was like three. A kid should not fall asleep in a Superman movie. I absolutely agree. And they did. And the thing that pissed me off is they did so many cool things in Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why they had to try and take Superman and turn it into a dark tone type of movie. Because Christopher Nolan did it. It's like, do that for fucking Batman. Batman lives in a dark city. That's what I'm saying. Do that for fucking Batman. Don't do that for Superman. Superman, they literally call him a Boy Scout. Yeah. Like, Like, I wish that I would have had more, like, like in uh, um. Adventures of uh, Lois and Clark. Lois and Clark. Yeah. And then uh, in like uh, the the even the Supergirl show in Smallville, we you see yeah. fucking Metropolis. You see how bright it is. It's yep. supposed to be the complete polar opposite of Gotham. I agree. So when you try to say, well, Nolan did this and was great at, he's dealing with a dark sea. That's like fucking Compton and Detroit it's put together, dude. It's his universe. It's right. His universe that he built. Right. Well, that's what it was trying to be. Was Snyder was trying to build his universe. I'm like, it was but, insane. But Superman has never been the dark person. That's no. why the guy that plays Superman on Supergirl is fucking awesome. He's got He's the awesome. look at it. He's not like Tyler, brooding. Tyler something. Like Superman's not supposed to be brooding. <laughs> He's just I not. Told pe- I told people I really want. I really hope that Supergirl dies in the Crisis in Infinite Earth. And it turns and to then- Superman. And it turns into a Superman show. I really want it. Because uh, Bitsy Talak, who is Lois, uh-huh. she's awesome. Yeah. And their chemistry is insane. I saw him in like two episodes, and I go, I want I want this show. Mm-hmm. Give me that show. Give me that show. Melissa Benoist, she sucks. She's terrible. She can't act. She can't. Go back to Glee. Go watch some Glee shit. She can't, she can't act. She's garbage. She's hot, though. Uh, go to the Fappening. She's hot as fuck. Um, what a piece of shit. Um, but Batman v Superman, dude. Like, um, why is Amy Adams even in this movie? Like, stop. There's no reason. Uh, There's no reason for her. In the extended cut, they talk about this bullet thing. Nobody cares. It has nothing to do with the series. They literally just make her do shit for the second. And then they even gave the audacity to be like, "Hey, here's some fan service, Jimmy Olsen." What they do to Jimmy Olsen? Oh yeah, Michael. That, that what they do? What they do to Jimmy Olsen? No, what they do? They killed oh, him. Oh, did they kill him? Oh man! But see, then was he? But was he black like be... the CW? But was he black like the CW? No, no, he was a white guy. Like he was in the comic books. Like yeah. he was supposed to be. Oh, but wait, he wasn't a journalist or a photographer. No, he was like a undercover guy who just yeah. got shot in the face. Which that also cool. made awesome. me Good wonder: movie. Did he use? Jimmy Olsen's credentials to get in there because if you Google like Jimmy Olsen photographer, it would show up then. So maybe they just use his credentials to get him in there to go after the guy. 
That's adorable it's, that you would even waste the time to even think about that. It's why the would fucking you even... government. They're trying to stop that in shit. In this you know, movie, so... though, in a Batman v Superman movie, why are we even talking about that? It right. makes no sense. Um, so then they burn all these bodies and, sh- and light them full of bullets. Mm-hmm. Last time I checked, Superman doesn't use bullets. Right. Well, that's why they burned um, the bodies, because then they would... You know, because they didn't prove that any of them were they shot. They would still see the bullet holes. Yeah. You fucking moron. That is such a I stupid know thing that. to say. I'm not. <laughs> That's fine, but why is that in the movie? It's not. A, it shouldn't be in the movie. And then somehow he saved her. Why did he save her? Why did he save all the people who didn't get. Sh- you remember how Iron Man, like, dropped in and saved all those people? Yeah. And was a hero? Wouldn't it have been cool to see Superman drop in and be a hero? That would have been awesome. Remember when Superman was a hero? That was cool. I remember that, too. Not in this movie. He hasn't been a hero in any of them except for Justice League, where they kind of tried to... Where he tried to kill his own team? Yeah, that was cool. superhero. That was the only cool part of that movie. Shut up. Fuck you. And then he he showed up, and then he showed up, and and then retconned his entire team. Yeah. Proved that we didn't need anybody in that team. Uh, That was awesome. That was great. That was cool. You remember how Captain America doesn't have any superpowers, but yet he's the team leader? That's pretty cool. You know why? Because he's a tactician who knows how to, like, fucking make a game plan. Yeah. Like that, Batman? That's who Batman should have been. Yeah. So the, the movie's fucking terrible. I'm like, you know what? I'm really not going to do this because everybody's done it to death, and that movie is fucking terrible. You're insane. <laughs> Everybody knows that that movie fucking blows. It's not good. Like... They do the thing where he wants to steal the kryptonite, right? At the Uh docks or whatever. So he shoots a tracker onto a thing. You watch him do it. He's got like a sniper rifle. Mm -hmm. And really, thanks to this movie, I'm assuming he's just going to snipe somebody and kill him. Because apparently Batman murders people now. That's awesome. Love that. That's cool. He shoots a tracker onto the thing that he wants to get, right? Right. Now, instead of cutting away to the next scene where he breaks into LexCorp and takes the thing and doing cool shit, what happens, Michael? What happens? Instead of... He shoots a tracker uh-huh. onto the kryptonite box. Right. To follow it. He kn- he knows where the thing is. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. What does he do? He watches them leave, and he takes the Batmobile, and he kills, like, ten people. And they have a big car chase and a bunch of explosions and bullshit where nothing happens. <laughs> he doesn't get anything. He doesn't win. He doesn't do anything because you know why? The next scene, we cut to fucking LexCorp where they go to security footage. Where Batman does this awesome thing where he drops from the ceiling, grabs a thing, and disappears. Like he grabbed a person or something. Yeah. That was awesome. I would have loved to have seen that. I wanted to see him doing an espionage bank heist to steal the kryptonite that he fucking put a tracker on to go figure out where it was going. Right. And you don't get to see any of that. But we don't see any. We cut away from it. Mm -hmm. You know what we do? We cut away and then just say Eisenberg comes to like... The fucking glass case that has a battering in it. Mm-hmm. Wow. Compelling. Fucking blew my mind, dude. Filmmaking <laughs> at its best. Fuck. Fuck all. Fuck. Fuck 
all of you. That movie sucks so much dick. It's insane. Okay. This movie okay. sucks. This movie okay, is I'm old. I'm done. I'm done. This movie is old. All right. Yeah, and it sucks. So that's why. That's why there's no sequel. That's why Henry Cavill's out. Ben Affleck's out. Zack Snyder. He's a fucking hack. Get so the fuck out of here. I wanna, you guys are insane. I want to anyway, end this. Next. I want to end this cast on one note since we're talking about kind of like a Superman-esque shit and we brought up Supergirl yes. and stuff. And I was looking through because I brought up um, the Supergirl movie from 1984 or a little yeah. earlier ago. And I was looking in here and I realized that Kara Zor-El, Supergirl... In this mm-hmm. movie, instead of Kara Danvers, her name is Linda Lee. So it got me looking up some stuff. And that was in the 80s? 84 80s? one, yep. So okay. then I looked it up, and in the comic books, Supergirl is called Linda Danvers. So oh. basically, the TV show gave her the name Kara Danvers. So that she can sound like fucking Captain Marvel. <laughs> and can I tell you, I fucked that up when I did my quote unquote fanfic of Captain Marvel. I kept uh-huh. calling her Kara Danvers instead of Carol. Yeah. That was pretty brutal yeah. to listen to. But so, at the same time, it's an honest mistake. I found so. that to be interesting and now it annoys me, CW. <laughs> yeah, I agree. No, I agree. I agree. Um, I um. So, no, I wanted to end the cast on that since we were already talking about Superman-esque world and shit. So, we'll end it here. And uh, So, that was the movie. That was the movie you did it to me. Yeah, yeah. nicely done. Don't get me wrong. I actually, all the things you did like, to be fair, <laughs> I did also like. Yeah. Um, it's not a good movie, though. I'm sorry. It's just... It's a big miss, and and really, like everybody always is just like, oh, you you're too mean about movies and blah blah blah. <laughs> and I go, I go, no. The only reason why I'm pissed off about a movie like that is because there's no reason why that should be bad. There's enough money being thrown at it. There's enough talented people who care about these things. Mm-hmm. There's it's, no reason why a movie should be that bad. It did there's make me no want a Batfleck movie. Like, I really wanted a Batman movie the, from seeing what they did yeah. with Batman in there. But knowing yeah. the route that DC's going now, we'll never get that iteration of Batman again. I absolutely agree. We're no, never going to get agree. that fight scene, fight style, none of that shit again. No. no. Unfortunately. And not I not I, at least in the next 10 years. I absolutely agree. No, it's it's a shame. It's, yeah. It really is a shame. Um. And we'll see the okay, route they so, go because I know um, Warner Brothers was purchased last year yeah. by AT&T, so, which that is actually screwing up Warner Brothers' is, uh, DCE, DCU app uh, yeah. because AT&T is going to start their own streaming service. Back to the streaming. Bam. No. <laughs> We're Boom. Done. Full circle. <laughs> well, okay. Here we go. Let's go back. Aquaman. I want to drown myself. Batman v Superman. If you really like that movie, other than for cool shit, I don't know what's wrong with you. Uh, Shazam is amazing. Go watch it. Later, nerd.